All right. Hey there, everybody. This is Matthew, and across from me is Ryan, and we are laughing because uh, usually when we do this intro, we have to figure out whose turn it is to say the episode number, and this yeah. episode is number 52, Yes. otherwise known as the 52nd 52nd episode, episode correct. which will last longer than 50 seconds, but well, well, hopefully. I mean, I could cut it off in a few. But we can never really decide whose turn it was. We can't remember to the last episode to figure out who did the intro. And I think we should really just do it rock, paper, scissors and just remove any sort of needing to remember what happened. Yeah, yeah. Just make it It all rock, paper, scissors, really chance. I hear there's a way you can win every time. Is there? Yeah. Don't ask me how. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not like a Rubik's Cube. I mean, there's like rock, paper, scissors championships. Oh, that I know. That I have seen. But I don't know if there's, if it's luck as much as it is. Scary. No, I, I guarantee you there's a psychological way to figure out how to dominate at rock, paper, scissors. What's your go-to? Rock, paper, scissors, what's your first move? Scissors, maybe? See, I, I start with rock. Maybe. Maybe paper. I don't and know. I, yeah, and then I'm, once I'm you see this... You. <laughs> you're going to keep it a surprise. <laughs> exactly. And so for this very special 52nd episode, we are joined we do. by have, a in-studio guest. Yes. We are not alone today. No, we are not. We have somebody staring at us silently off in the distance. <laughs> but Mark will eventually say something. I bet. I there know. you go. Yeah. See? Real. Yeah. So Real now person. we have uh, two out of the three. Or two out of the three. I was in a, two out of the three of us have biblical names. Yeah. Matthew. Oh, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I do not. Yeah. It would be weird if Orion was in the Bible, right? I, I don't. Really. Why would that be weird? I don't know. It I just mean, it, you think about like names and how many like traditional names are in there, and then Ryan seems like it would be a traditional name because it's not like it's a you know Brixton or some sort of weird Brixton hipster name. Brixton right. is like a clothing company. It's also named. Get I wore yeah. their hats for like fifteen years straight. So you were a fan before he was a they Brixton cool? hipster before they were cool. Yeah. I actually saw it at my first Brixton store. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Oh, how, do you, how, how do you, do you wear a hat in your D- DMV photo? So it turns out if you just tell them it's religious, they, they don't, don't question, question it. it. Oh, that's how they have the uh, spaghetti oh, the, strainer. That's right. Yeah, the Pastafarians can wear the... Oh, God, dude. It's on my passport, too. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. That's I, interesting. I went to Italy, and I had to, like... I, they were like, you have to take your hat off. And I would, like, show them the passport, like, or keep it on. Keep going. That's super <laughs> Was weird. Was it the same hat? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> what if it's a different hat and they're like, no, 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 no. no Where's that hat? Yeah. It needs to be that hat. I just tell them I left the faith. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I had a plan. I'm yeah, I mean. Going at it crazy. Apparently. It is It is interesting that the rules for passport photos, right? I had to sign you an affidavit. You can't smile. You have which, to sign an affidavit? I had to tell them like that it was religious and then she like looked at me and she's like, you have to sign an affidavit. I was like, all right, that's fine. Yeah. Church I'll of me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What do you think you lie about religion? Sure. Why yeah, why not? Well, I mean, the, the what is it? The Satanic Church is doing great things. Oh, I love them. They mm-hmm. are awesome. I mean, because they're like right now they're they're pushing to make abortion part of their Satanic ritual, which uh, would then then it's legally protected in the state of Texas and correct. Florida. Turns correct. out Florida wants to be a bunch of dick bags too. Yeah. Can we say that? Dick bags? Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm just checking. Yeah. So this episode is sponsored by the Church of Satan. Yeah. But why not? Why not? And mi casa Mexican food. I was like, where did that come from? That's my burrito joint, man. That's where Uh, I went today. What burrito did you get? The carnitas, like every time. Was it for brunch, breakfast, lunch? No, for lunch. For lunch, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I walked down there and grabbed it and just walked back. And actually on the way back, there was a very interesting guy at at one of the lights I was waiting to cross. And he like kung fu kicked the button 
which I thought was pretty funny. But he had these like huge Versace, like kind of Oakley blade looking glasses, but with clear lenses. And he was like fully covered, like head to toe. It was a, it was interesting. And he kept talking to me about having AirPods in. And your, your AirPods weren't playing anything. They were just in. Oh, no, they were playing. I was listening oh, okay. to a, um, a podcast. Know, it actually, it was, yeah. I was listening to stuff you should know. Oh. This episode not brought to you by that. Don't listen to Don't go listen <laughs> to that. Stay here. Listen to this. After this is over, then you can go learn something. Or just well, Ryan will regurgitate everything they said, but in his own words, so you think that we said it first, and then they're No, but that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that. We're just—it's gonna get oddly specific on this podcast. Yeah, it'll be the episode of like stuff Ryan knows, yeah. <laughs> without explaining how he that, knows it. It would also be a very short episode yeah. if that was the case. So Ryan and Mark know each other somehow, and yes. I don't know how you guys know each other. By motorcycles, sure. yeah. Like you guys rolled up at a, they were at a just pulled up at a live. Like, yo, bro, what's up, bro? You tilted your visors back, and you're like, what's up? <laughs> No, uh, Mark worked at the Ducati dealer that I bought my old monster at in Portland. And he was at the parts guy. At the parts guy? Is that a thing? I was at the parts guy. <laughs> you were. He, For a while. He is. Yeah, or there was. you go. Is. Well, so what brought you from Portland down here? I took a job for uh, doing stuff with Dainese, which is an apparel company. Oh, yeah, yeah, And uh, that job I was to I actually travel. never heard the proper pronunciation of that brand. It's yeah, nice. he just said it. I know. Yeah. It took me a split second to go. Dainese. Yeah, Dianese, you got to do it with your hand out. Like, how many different ways has that name been butchered by people? Oh, they don't, they don't like Americans for that reason. Well, Italian, Italian's kind of a fun language because it, it's phonetic. Like, it, it, it word letters are always going to be pronounced the same way when they're together. Right. So, if you think of the Italian stuff that you know how to say, like cappuccino or you know whatever, yeah, and you see those things, like you can make gibberish up and you can pronounce it correctly. Oh, bupara bapara. <laughs> Book it up. What? what? That was wrong. Yeah, I know. I'm a time. I, mean, I don't know how you spelled it. But. So when you go to, so when you go to Olive Garden, are you ordering in the proper Italian accent? <laughs> <laughs> the I the bread, the stick. If you, if, if, oh, I haven't been to Italian Denny's in a long time. Oh, I've never heard it called that before. That's I like pretty I accurate. Was calling it on Instagram, and I just stole it. For this. Who was calling it that? My, one of my buddies. Oh yeah, I like for it. his birthday, and well, I was like, "You basic." Bitch. Yeah, I like That's, that Italian Denny's because yeah. I, I got the same idea with somebody on Instagram. Same thing was calling the Tesla the California Camry. And so now every time I see a Tesla, I think of it as the California Camry. That's yeah, very good. So now Olive Garden will be the Italian Denny's. Write that down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hashtag Italian yeah. Denny's. Ooh, you hashtag. So was Ryan... You know like, they don't work by voice, right? You can't just say hashtag. Pound signed? I don't even say that either. <laughs> so did Ryan come to the parts counter with a bunch of broken shit? Or how he, did you... He it, came up and he had a... He paid with a credit card that had a Lanchia on it. Yeah. And I was like... This is stolen. No, no. <laughs> You've not, I've showed you this before. My, no. Yeah, my credit card has a Stratus on it. Because, oh. again, the Stratus is, like, my favorite car of all yeah, time. Yeah, And as soon as I saw that, I was like, I can hang out with this dude. He's okay. And then he told me where to get tacos in Portland. Yeah. yeah. Which is a fucking hard thing to come by. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah for that's real. That's cool. Yeah, my... Uh, my my ATM card, I guess my yeah. credit card, has a random family photo on it. Yeah, which is the same. The same idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people still flip their mind, like, personalized credit yeah. cards and just the fact that you can actually put a graphic on pretty much anything that isn't 
trademarked, more or less. Uh, technically not my picture. Sort of. I mean, you yeah. can't put like a picture of a celebrity on the card. Well, no, but like they you have to get permission. They didn't. Yeah, unless you get permission. Yeah. Right. There was a time when they rejected the photo, so that I just resubmitted it and just clicked that. Yes, it's my photo. Well, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it is my photo in that it came off my computer. And you took a picture of your computer screen with your personal camera, so therefore it is sure. your photo. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely how it worked. Um, anyway, so yeah, so that I had that, and then we talked, and then I bought parts. Yeah, a lot yeah. of parts. Yeah. And then I bought some stuff for the new monster. <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, as long as we're talking about this, I do really like the livery on the new uh, Motard SP. Not, what that, is it? not that Matthew knows. Is it like is. an Italian flag or something? I mean, I can't No, imagine. just a really cool looking kind of retro-y, I guess, in a way. They're going that way. I like it. They're what are the colors? The new Desert X soon, too. Um, I will show you, sir. Is it more of the colors? Like, is it like teal, like pastel, neon kind of stuff? Or is it the shapes and... No, it's good colors. One of us is more qualified to discuss the colors. That would be you. You could keep. You could elaborate if you'd like. So, how long were you behind the parts counter, Mark? I worked at that shop for 2010 until. Uh, so, our, our like I don't know, like five six years there, and then now our, I'm down here at a Ducati shop doing. Are Oregonian motards different than Southern California ones? And I'm calling motards just because it's. Are you referring fun. to the people as the motards? Sure, I like it. <laughs> There's a lot more superbikes. Hashtag down here. Italian Denny's. Yeah. <laughs> what? There's a lot more superbikes down here. Okay. Up there, it was a lot of multistratas and touring and like scramblers. And down here, it's like. In terms of bikes. like customer, I guess, attitude or personality, was it about the same, different? For the most part. Uh, most of. I mean, it's Ducati. It's a kind of a niche brand. So like everyone in it is there, there for the brand. And then everyone kind of gets what they want out of it. Uh, I would say down here, I get a lot more people that are just like, you know what you're doing, here's money and, and do it. Okay. Up there was a lot more people wanting to like get involved and hand choose what they were doing and ask a lot of questions about why we were doing those things. Because like my wife spent some time up in Portland um, when she was done with college and she describes the dating scene in, in Portland versus in, in Orange County as being dramatically different. She says guys up there were all full of themselves. Like they were maybe like a five or six, like on a 10 point scale. Compared to here? Yes. Really? And like, they wouldn't even give her the time of day up there. And she's like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, it was just the most unreal, like dating experience for her. And I didn't didn't know if it, I mean, I've been up to Portland several times and socially it's fine. I mean, usually the game we play is just homeless or hipster because you kind of really can't tell. Well, especially recently, it's gotten pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. But in, in the interactions, of everybody seems pretty low-key. Yeah. So I didn't know if it, from a customer standpoint, because like I've worked retail in Southern California, so I, I hated what I called, and this is you know back 15, 20 years ago, the, the $100,000 millionaire. They made barely six figures, but they thought they were better than everybody else and treated everybody around them like shit. Yeah. You know, so like I worked at a sporting goods store, and it's the first day of practice or, or the first game or whatever, and parents are in, in the store trying to buy cleats and shin guards at the very last second, and they're giving us attitude upset at us because we're out of stock right. because of course you know the season's already started it's not your fault right but they treated us like it wasn't no, I'm, fault. I'm, I'm saying that is your fault oh yeah totally. isn't it yeah, yeah, yeah totally. that's what I thought. and so that's why i was just wondering you know from a customer clientele standpoint if it, yeah. if if the assholes were the different if it's the same asshole or if it's just everybody's kind of easy going like i don't everybody's don't know easy going but i think it's a lot of there's a difference between being a hipster and being a nerd ah and up there, you definitely get hipsters. And a hipster is just someone that's afraid to let you know the shit that they love. 
Yeah. Nerds don't yeah. care. They'll tell you all about the thing that they love. Yeah, they'll let their freak flag fly. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Look around you. <laughs> look, at, look at my Lego flags. That's right. And I'm fine. There's other stuff in here. Yeah. Yeah. There's a plotter. And two bikes yeah, and two, some, some more Lego. Yeah. yeah. Collection Boba Fett. Seeing yeah. That. I got a bunch of stuff. Yep. You know? Some books. Liar. There are books on that shelf over there. Some of them about travel. Some, there's a book titled Cabin Porn. <laughs> which is actually a fantastic book. I'm trying to turn around looking at the titles and laugh into the microphone yeah. that's 180 degrees away from uh, where I'm staring. Yeah, Cabin Porn is just a book of cabins. Got a book of Lego, that's thorough. And then yeah. he's got a book called Total Control. Yeah, it's a, that's a good one by it, it, Parks. Yep, very good book if, read. if you need to learn how to better control a motorcycle. I tell people all day long, read that one and read Twist of the Wrist 2 at the same time. Twist of the Wrist 2 is in my on my bedside table. I like to read them at the same time and synchronize the chapters, and then it's like you're getting two motorcycle gurus explaining the same thing. Cause and they both have a slightly different way of doing yeah. it. Yeah, it's interesting. And then you then you read Art of Motorcycle Racing in the Rain as a palate cleanser? I've never read that. Oh. Isn't that like about a dog or something? I think so. It's some Zen stuff, man. Yeah, it's, it's some Zen. I read uh, Zen and the Art of Bike or mobile, oh, yeah, whatever that. that is. Yeah, I have that somewhere. I've got that propping up a shelf somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like Volkswagen repair. What was it? Leveling out a wonky table kind of thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Self-help books. <laughs> they're hard. They're hard to read. Unless they're self-help motorcycle books. Like how to ride better. That is what I mean. That uh, is, do you think you could actually pick up technique just reading about it? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Versus like watching it, like seeing it actually being performed. I, yeah, I mean, you learn you like learn a lot about it, and you kind of understand the steps in your head, and then you have to go do it, obviously. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, you pick up a ton of stuff from those two books. All right. Then they're kind of like the de facto two books yeah. that everybody says to read. But I think to what you're saying, though, you have to like ride the motorcycle and then read the book so that you know what he's describing, because a lot of that right. stuff you just you, you can kind of feel it happening, and then you read the book and you're like, oh yeah, I am doing that. I need to stop. What's the biggest, I guess, bad habit to break? Uh, not supporting your body with your legs. That's part of it. Yeah. Oh, like using your upper body to hold yourself up kind of thing? People lean on their wrists a lot. Yeah, a oh. Especially on a bike that's really forward, right? Like, I, I do it sometimes, too. I'll notice and my handles start to fall asleep on the monster, yeah. I think a lot of people also just sit on a motorcycle and, and steer it. Like right. They think it's a car, but you, it's oh, like gotcha. a bicycle. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta... There's a physicality to it that you have to do or you're, you're just going to... So what kind of bike do you have now? I've got a super customized 2018 959 course, which is like a super bike. And I've got a 1986 Suzuki GSX-R 750R, which is like a super rare X racer. They only made 200 of them. It's got a dry clutch. Nice. Very happy so is that the one cool. that you just kind of sit at or stare at and not ride so often or? Oh, no, I'm going to ride the balls out of it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I just it, on the street or like track day kind of thing? On the street. Okay. Yeah. I just got it like a month ago and the guy had just done like a full cases split engine build on it. So I got to do 600 miles before I can actually like ride it. Were you, were you looking for one or was it one of those things that just kind of no. popped up in front of you? Like, Ooh, Ass I want backwards it. into it. I, I went from my shop to a neighboring shop to pick up a part for our service department that we needed on the fly. And I walk in and I'm like, Oh cool. It's an old slab side with a cool frame and the swing arm is braced and it's got the good carbs. <laughs> and you're like, like wait a, a minute yeah. what, does this have a what is this yeah. what is happening and then i asked them about it and they're like oh yeah we just built it out of boxes it's been mothballed since the 90s oh no way sell it. and i was like so it was like brand new in box yeah like, pretty rad everything like, fall into this it. on accident and that bike set the 24-hour speed record september 4th 1985 which is the same day same year i was born 
Oh, look so at that. I it was meant to be. To but not box. that specific book. No, 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 no. No, no, of course not. It came out of a box. But well, why would a dealer be sitting on... Well, he bought it. So the guy that runs that shop used to run Orange County Suzuki okay. when that bike was new. And then one of his old customers like came out of the woodwork and was like, I'm giving up on this thing. You want to buy it in boxes? And then they built it over COVID times like a... Oh, as a thing to do. Yeah, shop project. Basically, yeah. Yeah, and that's pretty it's rad. it's just got like all sorts of weirdo period correct stuff that like a parts nerd is going to care about. Like it's got Yoshimura forks and like all sorts of little weirdo things that have you done? Uh, have you been to a Radwood show? No, but I've seen the the pictures. So Radwood, well it's cars and trucks, but and, and motorcycles. But the biggest problem is they have is they can't get enough bikes, not enough bikes. That would be a total like, yeah, they probably Radisson show bike just for showing up. And there's one in LA, I think, uh, beginning of December. Oh, really? It's going to be. Yeah. I've never gone to one. Yeah. I've been to, Three now? I normally don't go because here's my issue with any of those shows. They're people? crowded. <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. They're crowded. And I don't really dig paying 40 bucks to go to a car show anymore. It's not that much. It's it's 40 bucks if you're showing your car off. If you just go up as an attendee just to spectate, it's 15, gotta, 20 bucks. It's not that bad. Yeah. You got to pay extra to make the show? Yeah, but I think that goes into like the prizes yeah. and the trophies. And the trophies are all pretty dope like various years they've been like vintage nes because um nes cartridges yeah. that they read the graphics yeah. on on the label um actually uh my uh mark the tattoo artist mark yeah that does all my or did my leg and did the lego benny guy um he does like paintings on cartridges that's kind of cool it's pretty cool so like he can he did like a donkey kong one and they've done like a bunch of them yeah they're pretty neat but Are he you- also buys you get blanks. You can buy blanks of those really? cartridges. Yeah, they're so they're like he's got one that's like bright yellow. Is one that something orange. that people are doing, like taking the molds and just cranking them out? Like apparently, yeah. Apparently, you can like buy. What's that? You bootleg them too. You make like you can get the chips and just make your. Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. oh god. So if you're trying to find like Earthbound two, you gotta. Why would you try to find that? Because you want it. It's rare. It's yeah. rare. People want it. Okay. I, I moved to Portland by buying and selling vintage games. Really? Which is a thing yeah. people do. Did you see the there was that documentary about the guy that tries to collect all of the Nintendo cartridges in Canada? Oh, yeah. That was pretty good. I don't remember what it was called. That's a huge thing. I mean, I it, there's a whole like I figured out a way that you can track like how to do buy sell stuff like that. If you basically take whatever's like was cool like 25 years ago, right? That's what have cool money today. right now. Yeah, right. So you can if you can hunt that and find it, you can sell it for a profit. Right. And then if you think of what was cool like 50 years ago then you can buy and sell it because some dude has bought and restored whatever that was. And then so realized he's word to the wise is stock up on stupid fidget spinners and sit on them for another 20 years. Actually, <laughs> don't. <laughs> oh, man. So no, wait, it, my pogs are going to be worth some money then. Oh, yeah. Those I mean, come back. eventually. I mean, no, but. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. It's like Beanie Babies you would think would be on the rebound 25 years. So my Princess Diana limited edition beanie baby is worthless now i didn't even know there was one i, I there has to be the thing i've heard did it come in like a little mercedes cardboard box i do not own a on fire in the tunnel i doubt, I doubt that i don't know too soon is it too soon <laughs> i don't think so i feel like it's too soon <laughs> i actually had a, a family friend that owned a pog store no, no that's 17 oh, like an entire store it was a he had a little crane machine where that was had this? it was on 17th in uh custom ace like right next to the ducati shop that's insane a store dedicated to pogs so i remember at the time being a child in like third grade and being like this is not a good investment but you know the, the funny thing is, is like a, a couple of months ago it's like, bad if you're getting third yeah, grader advice uh, i think you should have done that. a couple a couple of months ago my son was looking at getting a professional scooter 
Um, and well, so and there's, yeah, and you you went to a full scooter shop, but that see a, that I get that sells nothing but scooters. But that that's I thing. get though. But to me, that's just as niche as Pogs. I mean, granted, there's probably more margin and more profit. And there's also, I think that has more staying power. I mean, look at the, the what's that scooter that everybody that got it all started? Razor. Yeah, Razor. the Razor, right? Like yeah. that thing, it's got staying power comparatively right. speaking. True. Now that you say that though, I do remember going to the swap meet in Orange County, and they had like four or five different Pog vendors. There were a bunch of people selling those. Things. Oh, it was a big thing. It I was remember like a Slack market at school too. I legit have. I still have a whole tube of them. Where? You know what? I got to find them. They in might be safe? in the garage. No, I think they're in the garage. I yeah, will, it's locked up. Ass at Pogs. You what? I will whoop your ass at Pogs. No, I, man. I am. Oh, I think we need to try it. We well, need to see a little Pog, a Pogament. <laughs> I just I just combined Pog and Tournament and I regret d- it. I don't know if I would even be able to play it with any sort of skill. Because, I mean, think there's, about it. I, mean, I don't like, even remember what you do. You just, like, throw it. You, you stack. You, each you, person you, gives three pogs. You kay. put a little stack, and yeah. then you use a slammer, and you have to hit it. And no, see? Over. Slammer. That's where you're... No, back in my day, this is going to be one of those stories. Okay. We didn't have slammers. What the hell did you throw, What'd then? You, do? you had to have a slammer. That was what no, you... No, I thought you just used another pog. Maybe you did. No, you had to have well, a slammer. Well, there was a way that you would do it where you had to, like, flick off the top of it, but that was just what losers... Oh, God. Whoa. Oh. Wow. A little classes in <clears> here. <throat> All yeah. right. No, I don't. I mean, I, slammers, you'd have like. I the, do remember the slammers eventually coming out, but I don't think they were there metal. at the beginning. Oh, I, I don't know. That's that's how I always played it. Huh. Yeah. Back Maybe we were like day. the second wave. We weren't the OG Pog player. OG Pog players were literally just milk caps. Yeah. that's. Yeah, yeah. I have garbage. a bunch that are literally just milk yeah. caps. Yeah. Papaya, orange, guava caps. That's right. We've talked like about Hawaiians. this before. Yeah, yeah, we have talked. Who would have thought Pogs would have made a comeback on this podcast? I don't think we've ever Everybody left it behind, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to say Pogs my favorite juice. Is that it? shit is delicious. I, it, it is pretty tasty. I cut that with uh, unsweetened hibiscus tea, so it's not just straight sugar. Oh. That's as close as I get to a cocktail. I like pine orange banana. Pob? Yeah. <laughs> Pineapple orange banana. That's what we had when... OPB. We used to get when I was kids. When I was kids... Jesus. Ryan was big when he was younger. He was multiples. (laughs) (laughs) I have not had enough caffeine today, apparently. But I am drinking iced tea. You are. It's a Java. Yeah, this is my favorite brand, but I've never seen this. Origins. This is organic Fujian oolong tea. Yeah. and Master uh, roasted in China. And truck exhaust. Yeah, truck exhaust. Actually. They won't even. The funny thing is, is we always make a big deal about it. We hear the noise. And then we play it back, like, and, you don't, hear and you don't hear it. Some of the stuff you do hear. Um, there's a a new um, Cars and Coffee murder mobile across the street, apparently. That's uh, a Mustang. That's what I'm going to call them from now on. Oh. You know oh. They, they always crash. Yes. Yeah, so Cars and Coffee murder mobile. Okay. It's funny to me. Not as cool as Italian Denny's, but all right. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, or Italian Rage Machine, which is what I've named my Ducati. Um, oh, you motard. I know, right? Anyways, the dude, it's I think it's that kid that had that stupid Civic with the burble tune on it that uh, tried to fight me. I can't stand burble tunes. Like, well, no, we, we were driving. He's got, a, he's got a Mustang that's like seven times louder than it needs to be. Somebody had a Mini Cooper S and it had a burble tune on it. You know, so at the at the stoplight as he's rolling up to it, it's like bop 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 bop, and you're like, really? It's I 100% do not mind a loud car. I mind a or a bike. I mind yeah. a loud thing that sounds like garbage. Yeah, I think that's the bigger problem. Right. It's just. Loud is fine if it sounds good. Yeah. If it sounds like crap, then it's a problem. It just seems like a weird thing to dedicate yourself to. It's Burbles. like 7 o'clock in the morning, you're trying to get to work, and you're going to just sound like that. <laughs> all <laughs> the time. Yeah, can you yeah. imagine pulling into the executive parking lot at work? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. My, I, yeah, I don't know. 
when I can hear a car that sound, even if it sounds good, and I hear it for too long, I'm just like, you're too slow. Yeah, you're too slow to sound like. So that. the other day we were we were walking into the, uh, I think we were walking to Trader Joe's, and it's you fancy, yeah, fancy. The, the uh, shopping center is obviously fronts a, a major street in town, and you could hear the car like driving down the street, just flooring it, but you could keep hearing it, and the lights not that far away, and yeah. it's like it sounded super furious, but it wasn't at all fast. <laughs> what was it? I couldn't tell. It was a yeah. shitbox that I couldn't see. Oh, that's funny. But I could just hear it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, what I'm talking about. You can't do that. That's yeah. just, you're fucking up. Or people that like, you know, they, and sport bike dudes do this like all the freaking time. Like, just shift. You don't need to, <laughs> you don't need to be like, but you know, 10,000 RPM yeah. at, you know, in second gear. You don't even have to use a clutch anymore. You just do it. Yeah, it's really easy, it turns out. Yeah. Yeah, you just lift your foot. And you'll go faster, probably. Yeah, maybe. Not these Squidwards. <laughs> it's just so bad. I, there's so many. I don't know, man. I the I, I, <clears throat> the other day I was looking through my like the Instagram archive thing. There was a video that I, I took um, was from my dash cam. Yeah, and it was on the 55 South. Oh, and I this saw dude, this one. The dude flies by me, and he's weaving in and out of traffic on a on a I don't know what it was, probably a Jixer. Uh And he, uh, yeah, yeah, harsh 750. <laughs> Dry clutch and everything. Yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, no, no. So there was like a new. But anyway, so but the point, dude, dude was in full gear. But his, his girlfriend, passenger, or whatever she was, the chick on the back of the bike, nothing. I don't understand that. Don't you like? She had that? a helmet on. That's like, it. I just seems. It's like all the guys down by the beach that ride. Their, they're in full gear and their girls in a bikini. That's gross. It's so bad. Yeah, that's just yeah, meat yeah. crayon. Oh, it's meat crayon. Yeah, when we, we have a lot of good terms coming up today. Accident. I've never heard that one either. You've never heard meat crayon? No. Oh no, that's yeah. I've <sighs> never heard that. I know exactly what it is. I get it, but yeah. I've never heard it. Yeah, it's not good. Huh? That's how I sell gear to people. Yeah. I ask them how offended they are by the term meat crayon. I've it's, literally never heard that before. It's good. I was an EMT. This coming from the guy that's all about safety third. You've never heard of meat crayon? No, sir. Oh my. Yeah. I need a new jacket, though. I need a new... Well, well you know worry. somebody. I do. It's yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'll help you with some Alpine Stars discounted shit. Mm. No, thank <laughs> you. I don't know. I kind of want a mesh jacket, but now, we were talking about this earlier, the weather's taking a turn for the cooler, which is... It's like 65. Like, fuck off. No, no, no. <laughs> no I know. It's we're not saying yet. it's a bad thing. It's no, just, it's 72 it's, it's right nice. now. It's just nice to actually get a little bit of change in the yeah. weather. Well, and it's been so, so freaking hot. Well, real cold though. No, just, I have so many lovely sweaters, and I haven't yeah. worn them in like three years because it's just hot all the time. Like I'm sweating in t-shirts in like February. It's just fucked up. It's Cal- Southern California, man. I don't care for it. It is, uh, you know, one leaf falls off the tree and it becomes Han Solo season. I saw. <laughs> like, I saw. Closed due to rain. Because what? It what? For like ten minutes. Who's closed due to rain? Someone in like Huntington Beach put a sign up like it rained, so we're closed. It's like. I, I want to go home too, but fuck you. You right. can't do that. Like it's not even a puddle yeah. yet. The other we day, did, though we did have that crazy storm a couple weeks ago that was pretty rad. The thunderstorm? Yeah, that was awesome. It was. Well, there was there was thunder yeah. just on uh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, but it nothing happened. Well, at least here, nothing. happened. Oh, it, it poured. At, oh, at my house. Oh, really? So San Diego yeah. was really bad too, and nothing here. Yeah, no, Friday. That was Friday. I was walking around, and it was, yeah, it was Friday, and it was just a couple of drops here and there, and you could just hear the the rumbling, just long. Long rumbles, and then you'd see flashes of light, long rumbles, or whatever. So we walk the block, get back into the house, and not even 
30 seconds after we're inside the house, it just starts pouring outside. And we had all our windows open because, of course, it's, it was warmer weather. So we had to go around closing all the windows just because water was coming in pretty heavy. Water, because, oh, because it was pouring so hard? Yeah. It was, and then the, the winds kicked up. Yeah. So it was heavy rain and wind. And then about 20 minutes later, it was done. Yeah. Well, that crazy that crazy thunderstorm we had was really cool. And that was pretty loud. And it was like literally on top of my house. So it was the thunder and lightning at the same time. Yeah. No gap. It and so that cool. one I saw pictures of, but I didn't get to experience it at all. Mine which is crazy. Which is weird because I'm only, what, 25 minutes away? Yeah, Maybe... That. 15, 18 miles, something, something like, that? like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty crazy. But that means that you know that this fall weather, we got Halloween coming. It is. Yeah. Have your neighbors put up their Halloween decor? No. Have you seen pumpkins out? No. One of mine did like, like two or three weeks ago, and I was so proud of them. You were proud of them for what way, or because, for what reason? Because Christmas just keeps getting closer and closer to Halloween, and I just right. like that. Like the Halloween crowd's like, "No, fuck you! I'm doing it in like September." September like, getting started. Yeah, I, I I went out looking for decor just because because we finally finished our, our landscaping remodel project. I have I used to have a very set way of putting up decorations. Now that do you do I, just the same thing every year? You got to mix it up. I would put lights in the same spot, right, okay. to, to, to light up the house. But you don't have, like, like jack-o'-lantern Joe goes in this corner. No, and like no, You no. don't have a planogram? No, there's no planogram. Okay. It's flexible in that regard. Yeah. But so I was like, oh, well, now that I have, like, artificial turf and I have a new planter box, I'm like, okay, I might need some new stuff. So I go to Lowe's, and the Halloween section was the saddest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, in past years, it'd be, like, Christmas, basically, in September, there'd be huge aisle full of all sorts of inflatables and, and Halloween skeletons and everything. This time it was maybe like a 10 foot section of wall with just like the dinkiest. But I mean like what? I don't know. I, uh... Yeah, but I mean, it's the same thing with Christmas. Like what really do you need? But there's you know, a ton of options for Christmas. And in years past, there were a ton of options lot, for yeah, Halloween. Yeah. And this year there wasn't. So I don't know if it's because all of the merchandise is sitting on container ships off the coast of that's pro it's probably an inventory issue but around here it won't they won't start doing anything till October 1st but there are a lot of houses around here that go full on all out and it's pretty cool to walk around last year the big thing were those giant skeletons that were taller than the house with the the eyes that like blinked and stuff Yes, my, my neighbor got Creepy. one of those just got one for this year and he was super proud cuz he went out to Home Depot and like stalked the store like at 5 a.m. yeah to be one of the first to get it to spend a million dollars pretty much and he had he's had it for over a month and a half now where so, is it like what do you do with that thing there's where do you put so it the when you're box done? is ginormous yeah obviously it's like something like maybe just under four feet by four feet it seems like like a That's huge a shipping pallet yeah and uh, i'm like so where are you gonna put this after the holiday after you unpack it yeah. like, oh i'm just gonna rent a storage unit I'm going to rent a... Jesus what? Yes. And the funny thing is, is he's not the only one. The neighbor across the street, the one that goes crazy, he yeah. goes just balls to the wall with inflatable Mickey shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. He's terrible. got a storage unit, so he's paying year-round. So why don't the two of them team up on a storage unit? Maybe they will. I don't know. But you I should mean, suggest it and save some money. You could be like the hometown that's hero. Just, that's just encouraging them to buy more shit. Yeah. Or just leave the skeleton up all year. I mean, I'm okay with that. Like, <laughs> just put a different bandana on it. Yeah, oh, move, this is my move, Easter skeleton. Just move it around a little bit. The scary thing is that, I think you had mentioned this earlier, but I have also seen Christmas stuff already. Yes. So I went to Lowe's again last night because I needed to get an extension cord. And yeah, a week ago, it was just the Halloween decor. And then last night it was christmas has unleashed its full intensity potential all the trees were up 
garland, the scented candles you walk by, you can smell it and everything. And it's just like, oh, holy hell. Please, please See, don't kill me for what's what? about to happen. Oh, no. Uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> Out. This is this is when <laughs> this is when Mariah makes her money. This yep. is when she just makes all of her bank. She is coming too quickly. I think it's just really unfair that like I can't refuse Christmas to the same degree that people refuse Halloween. Like I, if you don't do Halloween, everyone's like, yeah, it's cool, it's whatever. Yep. Christmas is just just thrown out there, and if you're not on board, you're like you're just the biggest piece of shit. You're ever. a Grinch, and I don't, I just don't care about. Christmas. Well, you could also be Jewish. No, I, so my neighbor, yeah, we moved in like two weeks before Christmas, and she comes by and she's like this old retired lady, and she's like, "Oh, we do this thing where we fill bags with lights and we put them all oh, along yeah, the yeah. street. Yeah. So come over and like do them." And I was like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> <laughs> like, do you not see the upside down cross tattoo on my neck? Like, this isn't going to be part of it for me. <laughs> Did you tell her you were Jewish? No, I just kind of was just like, no, well, we're moving in, so I don't think that's yeah, gonna, we're, we're busy. She's not talked to us since. It's been two years. Guaranteed, if you had told your Jewish, she would have just got blue bags. Yeah, and blue sand. I enjoy Christmas. I mean, my, my birthday's in December, so for me, it's just a month of good food and presents. Yeah. So it's I don't mind it. I don't love it. I, but, I would be okay with it if Halloween was taken as seriously, because that is my jam. And it just... Do you have a costume picked out already? Yeah. What are you going to be for Halloween? I'm going to get a bald cap, fake glasses, and a fake beard. <laughs> so you're just going as yourself? Yeah. <laughs> but like a, but a, but bad. a costume version. Yeah. yeah. There was, was it, I can't remember, I shared it with Ryan. I don't remember or if Ryan shared it with me, but it was a party idea where you dress up as your partner. I think so you like, talked about it. So couples yeah. show up and like I'd be wearing my wife's leggings or whatever her outfit go-to is. And then she would be wearing my go-to like T-shirt and shorts yeah. kind of thing. I can't tell if that's just going to end up in like the weirdest makeout session. Ever. <laughs> you're all attracted to yourself. The biggest argument ever. But if your wife was wearing the bald cap and the glasses and the beard, I, I want to do it because I want to wear it to work and just have like people like, question I, you. Yeah, like I don't know, it's just what I got. Yeah, don't say <laughs> I kind of like that idea. There was. Um, <laughs> Uh, at a pre- when I worked at a previous place, one of the people there, I actually wasn't there that day, but it was the dress up day at, at work. I was traveling for work or something, and uh, they dressed up as me. What they wear? A flannel? Fake beard, okay. flannel, and carried around a cold brew. Oh, yeah, it's perfect. Did they win? I don't know if they won, but every, everybody was sending me, everybody was sending me photos of it. And the best part, yeah, <laughs> it was a black dude, and so like. He was dressed up as me, but it yeah, clearly but you're wasn't black. me. Well, not I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that being no, it was just <laughs> it was uh, James. You probably you might know who he is, but anyways, it was it was freaking hilarious because I just start getting all these pictures. I'm like, why is he wearing that? Oh, I get it. Did he have like a name tag or anything? Like, no, but he, I guess he stood at my desk for part of the day. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, which is pretty rad because I wasn't there obviously. So Grayson, his costume tastes are all over the place. And in, in previous years, he just I want to be this. And, all right. So, like, he's wanted to be a, a sea lion. So, Jeanette sewed him, like, a, a sea lion part of thing. Yeah. And then just random things will jump into his head. Like, a couple of years ago, he was a fish taco for Halloween. That's good. That's actually pretty, pretty funny. That was pretty good. Yeah. This year, he decided he wanted to be a frog. And we're like, what? okay. And I, I don't know where it came from. And he was searching online. And he was finding, like, frog heads, like little hats or whatever you put on your head. But yeah. They were very kind of like uh, Japanese anime kind of uh, Hello Kitty style of frog. And we're like, 
That's so weird. And then last night he was at Target with with uh, Jeanette and found a rad frog head. And it was like 25 bucks. It was meant for an adult. That's so bizarre. But yeah. So of all things to get at Target, a head of a frog. Yeah. And that's what he's going to be. Now, I guess we have to figure out what the rest of his. You just need to get one of those uh, green suit things. Well, that's. Yeah, I was going to say he needs to get like the. What? The, a morph uh, suit? A morph suit? Yeah, that's like the, the. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. One of those. The anime. Well, yeah. let me see that again. Well, you were. Oh, geez. That is actually creepy. It is kind of creepy, but the, the entire front of it is like. I would call that a toad. Yeah, it's more toad than frog, yeah. but it's. If we're splitting well, hair. Don't tell him that he'll get so sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait till he's fully dressed up and then nice ruin his Nice toad, kid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just call him Kermit. Yeah. No, Kermit was a frog. Yes. Kermit was the frog. Well, that's true. Kermit the frog here. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's the, the strangest thing is just, I don't know what. I, I don't normally, like, I don't know. I haven't dressed up in years, but I do like. I oftentimes get asked to help with like the niece and nephews deal and like, you know, do some makeup or something for them. That's oh, fun. I want to do that. I want to be like the uncle fester shows up with like the arms and the <laughs> blood squirting stuff. No, <laughs> sure. I, um, with the light bulb in your mouth, yeah. it just turns on. Yeah. I've get, like Avery was a, my niece was a vampire or something last year or whatever. So we did like fake blood and you okay. know, like, dripping and stuff like that. It was cool. Um, yeah, but I haven't dressed up in a really long time. I don't. It's not that I opposed to it. I just have no reason to. Yeah, I, I don't go do like a full on like Victorian style like seance Halloween thing. I got black mirrors. I got Ouija boards. I like for a, cards, like, like a what's like a, a haunted house kind of thing. Like I like I, rather than having like a party where everyone just like listens to music, or to be like, all right, let's like bring. Oh, you want to have shit. like a Ouija board? Yeah. Like yeah. Mm, I don't necessarily believe in it, but I don't know if I want to tempt fate. I just like putting my hand in the blind boxes and feeling peeled grapes and going, ooh, eyeballs. Well, one of the really no, fun no, those ones, are really eyeballs. One of the really fun ones is a black mirror. So you like the the way you basically uh, the only thing it, I know about black mirrors it was a show on Netflix that was quite delightful. Yeah, it, it's based on that kind kind of. I mean, the idea is that you you put a uh, what I did was I took a, like an old bubble picture frame, yeah, okay. like the like twenties, okay, and I painted the inside of it black. Uh huh. And then it basically like if you turn your iPhone off and stare at it, it's that. Gotcha. It just reflects you. Yeah. But back. it's black and then it's the shadows are weird. So in Victorian sure. times, the idea was you'd put a candle behind you and then the candle light would change and you'd basically stare at your own face and it would like allow you to slip into your subconscious and like see visions of things. And it's huh. supposed to be fucking horrific. So Yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah. But so, that was back when cocaine was a key ingredient in Coca-Cola. It's true. So yeah. well, everybody was things were up. different. Yeah, exactly. So, so you'd have to get coked up. I mean, I guess you would. I don't know. It seems like I wouldn't kind be of, into that. It, it would be scary. I don't yeah, want to right. disappoint Nancy Reagan. <laughs> it's too late for that. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, you've already disappointed her. Damn it. So, Mark, know. what's what's your Halloween candy strategy? Do you buy the shit that you like or the stuff you don't care for? Do you for? give out candy? No. See? Not oh. buy anything. I don't do I don't either. No. See, I, I buy the candy. Well, because like, I, I don't stay here either. Like, well, I don't, you know what I mean? So, I'm not here. Do you and come, nobody's going to come up here. Do you come home with a bag of candy after your night yeah. of trick-or-treating? <laughs> no. You don't steal the I good stuff out of, of the no. kids' bags? I like, have thought about doing adult trick-or-treating. Like so, porn? Huh? What? Like For, porn? No, no, no. Just like, I don't know, like go around dressed up and knock on people's doors. Is it too old? We Probably. do that. We you do get that. On a list. We do that. <laughs> we do something similar in our neighborhood where like, cause it's only about 70 houses in the neighborhood and there's only one street in. So it's pretty much closed off to through traffic. Yeah. And so the adults will walk around with red solo cups and every fourth or fifth house, they've got a full on bar in the garage. So you just walk in, 
pour yourself a refill and keep going. Yeah, I mean, we just if we go trick or if I've gone trick or treating, walking around with the kid, like all the adults are just carrying uh, right. beer. Or so we kind of do the trick or treating thing. Yeah. So you get a splash or whatever you want here, or you can pick up like an hors d'oeuvre or a snack there. So I mean, it's Ooh, not some canapes. Maybe. Ah, fantastic. Yeah. Tapas. You know, there's all sorts yeah. of options available. See, when I was growing up, it was like, don't eat your candy because you have to x-ray it for yeah, right. everything. And now adults are walking around like, what is that, some shrimp? Yeah, let me get on that. Yeah. like That kind of doesn't make sense. It's kind of hard to put a razor blade in shrimp, though. Oh, is it? So, but <laughs> the exacto blades. Yeah. Those are premium. Yeah. Just type it in McNeedle skewers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> a, a used skewer needle. No, I don't want shrimp. <laughs> I want the shrimp. I just I just refuse to eat it if it's on a skewer now. I will never again eat skewered shrimp. Shrimps. Shrimps. Shrimp's a weird word. Jumbo shrimp, shrimp is a weird word because it's like a contradiction. <laughs> but uh yeah, my prawns. My, what's the difference between a shrimp and a prawn? Yes. Prawns yeah, are larger. Yeah. Just the size. Because shrimp, prawn, langoustine, lobster. But jumbo shrimp is smaller than prawn or same sizes? Smaller. I mean, it, that, at that point, it's just one or the other. Uh-huh. Jumbo shrimp's the biggest version of the small guy. Interesting. Mr. Chef. You learned something. And you got that from an Italian Denny's? <laughs> the, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Olive Garden waiter, Mater D, is like, let me, this is shrimp fest. Actually, shrimp fest is uh, red lobster. Whatever, shrimp scampi, pasta. (laughs) Yeah, she's Louise, (laughs) man. They're all trash. No, how dare you? Those Cheddar Bay biscuits. We talked about the last episode. We went off on a on a shit food rant talking about chilies, Applebee's, Outback. I had an idea to start a club for that. So all my friends in Portland are all tattooed, heavy piercings and all that. And I was like, what if we all get like cover up makeup for our tattoos and just go to like Marshall's and get the most generic white guy clothes possible and then go like super middle class fancy to Applebee's and just like get everything. Like, yeah, <laughs> add the shrimp to my steak. I don't give a care. I'll spend $30 tonight. <laughs> My wife said I can do whatever I want tonight. It's boys' night. And I like, will get the dessert. Yeah, be like the innocent but kind of like creepy. That like would be pretty funny. Guy that's going to there like, hi, ladies. <laughs> what what she got for cocktails tonight? Go to the go to the Applebee's happy hour to pick up on a, a single lady. I don't know what's going on. The bar scene. <laughs> like you just pulled yourself from being real offensive to somebody at Applebee's right there. I, I, I saw the look on your face and I was like, oh fuck. No, this was, you know, yeah, we've, we've fixed it. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Oh. out again. The uh, Cheddar Bay Biscuits, though, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've talked about biscuits, I don't know how many times on the you show know what, You know what we haven't done in a long time, though? What's that? We have not gone through the list of, like, companies that we will never get sponsored by and who we've offended. Oh. And at this point, I think it's too big to even remember. Well, I mean, the Italian Denny's has got to be on that list. Yeah, but There's we've got no what? Way that's not a compliment. Walmart. We got Walmart. Uh, oh, some shitty fast food. The Mexican fast food place up in uh, Oregon. The all oh, Taco Time. Yeah, Taco F Time. Taco Time. F that place. Yeah, so Taco Time's not so a sponsor. Gross. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, those are the two I remember, and I only remembered one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but now you recognize two of them. Woohoo! <laughs> Doubled it up. Speaking so, of, let's let's keep on this fast food train really quick. So I was reading the other day that Taco Bell has decided that they're going to make a two-story drive-through. But why? Is space at a premium, or is this I don't just think some... it has anything to do with space. 
necessarily. So what they're kind of doing is they're really like their online orders and their, their app orders and their delivery, like whatever orders have gone up exponentially, like 60% or whatever it is. And so they're saying, oh, well, we could build a concept where the kitchen's on top and it's just four drive through lanes. And you come in and you scan your little code after you've but ordered on the really app, think, and then they dumb waiter it down. Do you really think like the the increase in to go delivery drive through orders? Do you think that's going to sustain itself after yeah, the pandemic kind of so. fizzles a while? I would say because I I don't want to go sit and I'm talk. I mean, I want to sit and talk about anyway. So yeah, I, I've been to many fast food places. The chances of that elevator working <laughs> the whole yeah, time. Yeah, if they can't I get the machine to work, there's no, no way the, they're getting the, the dumb waiter. The waiting elevator over. will be working more often than McDonald's ice cream machines. It's just I think it's going to be gravity. It'll just drop. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Like, and your taco just explodes in your window. Poor bastard's just going to be walking. All right, let me get, let me get down here. But it's just, I, I, I don't see the need to totally revamp everything. Because for me, every time. Four lanes at a time. Yeah, but why? I feel like it's got to be the stepping stone to them just fully automating that. Like, it's not already not food, so why not yeah. have not people there? It'll be an entirely inorganic experience. Well, there is that that machine that cooks hamburgers already. Live the robots, Moss. huh? Live Moss. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stupid slogan. Yeah, I, but, look, it. My my biggest issue with Taco Bell is not that they want to build a two story four lane yeah. drive through. It's that it's not Del Taco. Well, see, the That's weird true. thing is, is like you yeah. were talking about reading this article on Taco Bell. I, I read something about Del Taco doing something similar, but mm. they would have dedicated drive-up food delivery, food pickup lanes. Yeah. So they would pull up. That's kind of what they're going to do. With the not time. a parking spot. So then they can go grab the, the food in a locker or cubby or whatever yeah. and get the food and get back in the car. Mm. Then they were also doing cubby. like <laughs> the, the drive-through thing. But it's just, it seems strange for me to making all these major like architectural changes and, and floor plan changes to accommodate something that is currently in demand now, but it's hard to say it's going to be in demand indefinitely. I think because I don't know if you guys have ever ordered something like off of Uber eats, like fast food. It tastes like shit 20 minutes later because it's cooled off. It's congealed. It's not. Yeah. But I also think that we've created this like kind of society where we don't want to go through the drive through. We'd rather just order. And I'm, I'm talking, I'm speaking in generalities, right? Or in the big picture. I think a lot of these people, after this is over, that's that's the habit now that they've got into. But you realize how much you're paying for food delivery? Like you order yeah. like McDonald's, like a, a Big Mac meal is like twelve bucks yeah. plus it's delivery much more fees. Yeah, that doesn't I mean this whole thing's just based on people not wanting to talk to people. Like, well, I think that's that. the pandemic's just made people realize like I fucking hate people. How yeah. much can I not be around them? But I mean, it, like El Pollo Loco, I can place my order on the phone, like using the app, and then I pick a delivery time or a pickup time. I drive over there. Walk right over to the counter. Hi, Matthew. Grab the bag. Turn around. Walk out. Why like, can't I go in and take your bag? Because you're not Matthew. But I could say I am. Sometimes, yeah, you're right. You technically could. But What's, I guess like, you do you have to show proof of it purchase? Definitely has to happen. That no, has to yeah. be part of it. No, like, I'm hungry. I just walk right Next now. Time, you know, I'm rolling up into the place. I'll text you when I'm ordering, yeah. and we'll see who gets there <laughs> first. <that> first. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mark should walk in with his his Mark costume. Yeah. And see if they believe it's him. (laughs) (laughs) I saw a video of uh, two people, like one on somebody's shoulders with the long trench coat and everything, like recently that somebody had posted from a liquor store and they said the dude was like 35. That's a good gag and I don't know why it went away. I don't know. It's pretty funny though. I always saw that. That was always a thing like in In kids' cartoons. cartoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, But never seeing it in reality. No one goes with a trench coat anymore. 
What? Yeah, I can tell you last time I saw somebody shoes. wearing a trench coat. I'm thinking it's just kids' fitness levels don't sustain holding another young kid on their shoulders for any period of time. You mean Especially Schwarzenegger's not. play sixty or whatever it is isn't isn't working physical fitness national Schwarzenegger day? The presidential physical fitness. There it is. He yeah. was the president. He was the governor. <laughs> yeah, but no, but he was part of that. That yeah, thing he was yeah. That's what before he was in right. politics. Yeah, famously strong guy. Yeah, <laughs> famously yeah. famously strong and fond of the house assistants, I guess, or the housekeeper, whatever she was. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's what uh, that's what led to his. Uh, his divorce? Yep. Is he actually divorced? I have no idea. Yeah, I know they separated. It's one of those things where I don't, I don't care. Know, man. I so, don't. There. I, so <clears throat> I don't care about celebrity gossip, but if you check my mail every once in a while, you will think I do because for some reason, and I don't know how this happened, I did something and I get People Magazine. Really? <laughs> yeah. Did not order it. it. It must have been a thing where like buy this and you get a free whatever and they, they just sent me a subscription to People and it just keeps coming. How many years has it been? Two. Weird. Yeah. What if it's just someone's prank on you? <laughs> and it's a weird one. Here's shit that Ryan hates. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a, it's a weird Why prank. Why do I know so much about the Kardashians? Yeah, Damn it. It goes from my mailbox. If I don't to the give it can? to somebody else, immediately to the trash. Yeah. Yeah. What? I don't know people magazine. Celebrities are just like us. They go to the grocery store. No shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who did this prank on you, but it's working so well. I'm so proud of them. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it's so weird. I think I'm going to send him good housekeeping next. I just, okay. <laughs> it's really weird that you said that because that's the other magazine that shows up. <laughs> However, what's weird about the good housekeeping one is it is addressed to like a previous tenant. So wouldn't you, if you moved, like they apparently didn't change their address on good housekeeping. They're still paying for it. And you've been and here for a couple of years. Yeah, so. And they're not at some point going... Well, they're not Where good is my good housekeeping? <laughs> no, apparently not. They signed up for a lifetime subscription. But like... Why? And I'm going to look at the name on it next time and try to find this person or forward it or something. Look them up online. Mm-hmm. Find their house. Just leave like a box so of bizarre. old house, good housekeeping. No, those go also directly into the trash because I really don't care. You don't ever just flip through them and see if there's a good recipe or something? Oh, that's a good idea. That recipe. Yeah, why no. would you not do that? I mean, that, it's free content. Yeah. I just don't. There's ugh. no way you're not sitting on the toilet long enough to one or two of those articles in Good Housekeeping. I I'm could, curious but, now about what Okay, you, you know what? I'll look at the next one. Yeah. <laughs> Send me what you find. I want to <laughs> From the toilet? Yeah. So speaking okay. of recipes, Ryan's got one that he's working on right now that involves a bunch of pork. Yeah, I uh, decided that I would make some bacon again. So I'm curing some bacon. That's again? Sitting. So you've done it previously? Oh, yeah, I've done it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, multiple times. Um, but yeah, so I, this recipe is a little bit different. Normally, I would dry like basically dry cure the bacon and it's essentially you create a rub and you use nitrates and pink salt it's called uh and you you know put that all over the bacon and then which is pork belly and then you sit it in the fridge um and a lot of times you'll take the skin off i left the skin on this time and i'm doing a wet cure so it's actually got bourbon in the bag so then once that's done that all comes out rinse it off smoke Did you it vacuum the bag like vacuum seal no it? it's just in a gallon size ziploc bag so it's just Floating in, in bourbon. It's basically a brine at yeah, that okay. point. Yeah. So you just rotate it, you know, flip it over every day for a week, and then I'll take it out, smoke it, skin it, call it a day, slice it up. How and are you doing all fry that and it. not doing biltong? Um, because I'm not. Biltong is like 10 times easier than that. And it's like all the same process to start with. Yeah. I think um, I just really like bacon. That's cool. <laughs> Yep. Didn't consider that one. Yep. So there's that whole thing where I want, ba- but it is now a challenge to get pork belly. 
So is it really? It used they used to have it at uh, Smart and Final or Food for Less or whatever that one is. Yeah. They don't have it there anymore. Apparently, the only two places you can get it if you want to go to mainstream places are Costco and Walmart. Really? Go to the Asian markets. Yeah. Uh, so I tried. They also didn't have it. So I went to one of. I went to. Um, didn't have it as in they were out of stock or just don't carry it. Didn't have it. Didn't have it. So I, I don't know. But then I went to the uh, one of the Mexican markets and the guy, ha- he did have it, but they only had, I would say, I don't know, two and a half inch wide strips, stripes. like strips of it. And that's not what I wanted. I wanted a slab. So I kind of asked the guy, we had a bit of a conversation. He goes, hang on a second. One of the other dudes there calls some other guy who knows yeah. where in 20 minutes I show up. They've got a full slab of pork belly. Yeah, so they, they went out and got it for me. Huh? Oh, wow. I was going to say, did you meet some guy in a parking lot or something? No, it was cool, though. And, and you know, I told him, I'm this much. And he's like, this much? I'm like, this much? He's like, this much? I was like, okay, fine. You win. So I got a little bit more than I wanted. Um, it's only four pounds. That's so not that much. Four pounds more than you wanted? Or four no, 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 no. Total? Four total. You say you wanted, <laughs> but I feel like you mean expected because there's no way you don't want all of it. Well, yeah. that's true. It's more than I was willing to take at the moment. Now, how are Does you planning to huh? do you have recipes in mind for how you're going to consume all this bacon? Uh, like peanut butter and bacon sandwiches? Or are you doing like bacon wrapped? No, I'll probably give peppers like some or? of it'll go to other people. Some of it'll just get fried up like you would eat bacon, bacon and eggs probably. Bacon avocado sandwich. If you sure. if, if I get what some from, those? if I get some from you, I'll have Jeanette make uh, chocolate chip and bacon cookies. Uh, we're gonna make sure the bacon's good first. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, the pro- that's, the your, part- pro- that's your problem. Yeah, the cookies so will be dope. I actually I, the last time last batch I did years ago actually. Um, for whatever reason, like the salt content was super high, so I pulled that down, um, pulled the salt content down, kind of, you know, came up with a bit of a little bit different cure recipe for it. Um, and how do you test that out? Do you just taste the brine, or you taste the? Well, you taste the rub. You're yeah. essentially creating a rub, right? But please taste it before you put the pink salt in it, right. because it's bad for you. Just FYI, everybody, you do not want to consume nitrates in like any relatively large quantity at all. Um, It'll preserve you. <laughs> it will. I didn't come here to get preached to. What's that? I didn't come here to get preached to. Don't I'm just giving you. I'm, I'm weirdly giving you safety tips. Oh, okay. I don't know. So, how much would you say you have into this bacon slab? By the time you're all said and done, is it like fifty bucks, sixty? No, bucks? not even close. Like twenty, oh, okay. maybe. And what's bacon now? Six, seven bucks a pound. So, yeah, so yeah, I'm ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's super easy to do. Like I said, I've never done the wet before, and I've never used bourbon to cure it, but it sounded good. What bourbon did you end up trying? Maker's. Okay. Yeah, a little Maker's Mark in there. You know, why not? So it's been in the fridge now for... Uh, I started it on Thursday. And so like a full week is it all takes, or... Yeah, yeah. So it'll, every day, like I say, rotate it, just flip it over every day yeah. until next Thursday, and then I'll pull it out and smoke it to about 200 internal. Were you going to smoke it out here? Or are you gonna... uh, no, I'll probably go to my um, sister's. Hi, Brooke. Just so you know now, I'll be at your house on Thursday. Are you smoking it? Like, is it low and slow kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you want to smoke it like anywhere 200, 225, kind of in that range for as long as it takes to get the internal temperature you want. And then from there, you normally I'll, I'll throw it in the freezer for like an hour. So it just firms up and then you slice it and. Are you, like, are you a, a thick slab kind of slice of bacon kind of like guy? Like a medium. What about you, Mark? Yeah, like, if you can eat bacon, you're like, I don't like the too thick pieces. They don't get crispy enough. It depends what I'm putting it on. Like That's thick fair. cut bacon yeah. on a burger. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. Or like with my my eggs, but like nice thin ones on like a sandwich. Yeah, because you want that crispy crunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is a one of the restaurants around here. They have like a pork belly BLT. 
that is, I think, problematic because it's too thick and you can't bite through it. So yeah, then you're just like, like yeah. bite and pull the bait yeah. and have it hit me in the face. <clears throat> right. Sounds, yeah. It's terrible. And then your whole sandwich falls apart. Yeah. And they use, I think they use a bread that just falls apart too. I am glad that the bacon love died off because there was a time when it was just on fucking everything and I, I it just was too much. It bacon was everywhere. salt. Yeah, it was everywhere. Yeah. Was that like in the early days of the keto lifestyle where everybody was yeah. going nuts for... I want to say it was like 2013, 14, something like around there and it was like... I feel like it's still kind of a thing. Like you get bacon on a lot of stuff, but I don't... Avocado on it. You, you know what else, by the way? Don't put french fries in a burrito. I don't know if I've said this okay. before, but knock it off. No, no. I'm going to fight you right now. Are you serious? Oh, Del yeah, Taco's dude. breakfast no. burrito does the, the crinkle cut fries in there, and that's no. dope. The best burrito I ever had, and torta for that matter, was yeah. at this place down the road from Motocorsa called El Diablito. Okay. And that's this important, dude by the way. used to uh, make stick fries where he would like yeah. put a potato on a cheese grater and then fry it, and you'd okay. put it in there. And it was just like the crunchiest little like... Was it a breakfast bit. burrito? It could have been. Okay, I'm okay with it like a breakfast burrito, but they're calling these burritos like the California burrito, and you just put freaking French, French fries, fries in them. That's because California is awful, there. and if it's an awful burrito, they're going to call it that. Oof. But why is it Oof. that the California in a burrito is French fries, but California anything else means add avocado? Because California is unpredictable. No, these are the, I mean, this is other states that have done this to us. Well, you've been to the pizza kitchen. They've got barbecue chicken on it. <laughs> so I actually kind of like a barbecue chicken pizza. I'm not gonna lie to you. I always, I know, I always, right I always have a fun time. Like about. when I'm out of state and then somebody, I'm out with friends or something. You want to go to California pizza kitchen? I'm like, no. But if you want to go, we can go. It's but it's not good. But I mean, you know, Wolfgang, he tried. That wasn't Wolfgang. That wasn't Wolfgang though. I mean, oh. he did his. Oh, own. he had his own place, right? He had his own. Yeah, it was yeah. called Wolfgang Puck. That's how I know. Yeah. <laughs> I think there used to be one around the corner. Are they still around? There's one at Sacos Plaza, I think, still. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, it's Spago's. Spago, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, I, I'm not opposed to a slice from Sbarro inside the food court. Oh, man, I haven't They're actually a decent pizza. Are there still food courts? Probably. Are we could go to Main malls? Place and find out. Yeah, Main Place is open still. I'm pretty sure the food court's probably got to be the biggest profit generator for a mall these days because most of the tenants are companies you've never heard of. Like, yeah. I mean, going back in the day, like... When I was a kid, I kind of want to go to Main Place. You'd now. have the J.C. Penney, you'd have the Sears, you'd have the Macy's, uh, Bloomingdale's. You'd have all these huge anchor stores, and then everything else in the store was like major retailers or whatever. Yeah, now these that's days, a bunch of garbage. Yes, yeah, well, because everybody moved out. Exactly. So then you have all these stores, and it's like I don't understand why, as a business owner, like I'm going to go pay rent in a mall to set up my it, boutique the, selling the Orange Mall. Sears was one of the anchor stores, and obviously Sears is gone. And now it's you, a Walmart, yeah, right? No. Walmart's on the other side. Okay. They need to take the Sears sign down because it just makes me sad every time I see it. Like, I used to love weirdly going into Sears and walking through the different departments and then fucking around with all the craftsman tools. <laughs> right? I mean, and I, I bought a toolbox from that specific Sears. Like, the sign just bums me out. I like, know. all the, I, you know, as I much have- as Kmart sucked. I weirdly miss Kmart. I don't miss Kmart. Sears, I, I spent a fair amount of time in. J.C. Penny. You used to be able to get cheap uh, G-Shocks and stuff at JCPenney. I remember, see, the JCPenney by my house had like a hair salon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you'd enter and you'd get, you. I don't know who got their hair done there, but you could get your hair styled and done up there. Way back in the day, the Sears at South Coast Plaza, and if somebody else remembers this differently, feel free to correct me, but they had a hair, a Sears hair salon like right at the entrance to the place. <laughs> has to be just for passport photos. <laughs> for the glamour shots? I can't imagine that being anything else. Oh, man, remember glamour shots? 
I, I love going to like failing malls. Yeah. Which the, pretty the much all of them are these days. Enjoyment of just walking around and having like everything is either closed or on serious discount. Oh yeah. And just pretending I'm in like like a Dawn of the Dead kind of. It's a weird time warp sometimes too. You just like walking through and some of the stores you can tell what it used to be. Yeah. But the mom and pop retailer that moved in there hasn't changed anything other than the sign. So you can tell, oh, this used to be a, a Gymboree or this used well, to be. One of the um, movie theaters we used to go to when I lived in Santa Clara was in a mall, but it was. So like the main part of the mall was fine. It was thriving. Everything yeah. was fine there. It was across the street in like the little annex part of the mall or the add on part. And it was so sad because the only thing there that was worth anything was the actual movie theater. Half the stores were either empty or like garbage, like Trinketville stores. It was super weird. Do you ever go to Lloyd Center in Portland? Yeah. When I first started going there, it was like, this is like mid 2010s, right? Yeah. And they had like Suncoast movies. Yeah. And like there was one place that was like a caramel popcorn store. Yeah. And I was yep. like walking around like, is it fucking 1997? Like, it was weird. How, how is this still here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Portland, it's, it's weird in some ways how it's like the the joke from Portlandia. You know, it's it's always, what was it? Always the 90s or whatever. But you don't know if it's 1990s or 1890s. Like, 90s like <laughs> Yeah. And so it, it's always kind of lagged a little bit, but it's, it is interesting. Like, it's I mean, Blockbuster right still survives in Oregon. The one well, there's store one store. Did you, did you watch the documentary? I have not. There, when I first moved up there, there were actually, I think, three of them. And I went to all three of them. I remember seeing the one uh, one in Bend. It was just, I literally, we were driving. I was with, uh, with the other, like, I don't know, my counterpart, right? We were driving. And I saw it, did a U-turn. I was like, what the hell was that? Did a U-turn, went, pulled in the parking lot. And I was like, there's no way this is real. Walked in and just stood there in the door and like looking around. And the the woman working there, she's like, oh, can I help you? I was like, no, I'm just really confused. <laughs> I go, is this, is this real? And she's like, yep. She goes, don't worry, we get this all the time. It was pretty fun. Apparently people just are very confused when they see it. Was Blockbuster a franchise thing, or was it all? There were corporate? most of it was corporate, but there were a lot of franchises. And is that what this one in yeah. Bend was? Is just a franchisee yeah. that just kept? Yeah, and they going? they keep renewing their contract with the with the parent company, which is whatever the parent company it's is. Just called. this guy Verizon. named Frank now. He's like, it, I guess you can give me more money. Yeah. I don't know why you're doing this anymore. It's, it's Verizon. <laughs> I mean, they bought AT and T, they bought Yahoo. They is bought it Verizon? I have no idea. Oh, well, but I mean, that would be my guess because they're yeah. just buying. Why don't you just make it your own? Put an S on the end. It's just Blockbusters, and now it's your own. There is one that I saw that's like a. It's like that. It was they had gone away and uh, or whatever had lost the franchise, so they like. Change the sign to something with yeah with a one word missing or something. <laughs> it's different but the same. I will never forget going to when I lived in San Jose, going to Blockbuster to rent a DVD, and the Blockbuster that we had we went to all the time had big pillars out front. You know how they they had like a overhang with pillars that held it up, and there was a kid probably two and a half walks over to a pillar, pants down, and starts pissing. Fuck yeah, buddy! And I was just like, what? Ghetto place. Oh yeah, San Jose. <laughs> oh man, it was so bad. That place was so gross. But that was the local, you know, it was the closest one to that to the house to go rent DVDs at. But I totally remember that, like the Friday night thing. You would get there and you'd be wandering the aisles, not finding the movie you want because they're out of stock. But yeah. then you'd kind of still keep hanging out on the off chance somebody could return it while you were in the store, <laughs> right. and you could see it dropped off in the bin, and hope that they would check it back in so you can check it right back out. Yeah, Blockbuster. I, I mean, they all smell the same. They all look the same. Like I don't it, think I can <clears> picture the fragrance, but I mean, I... Oh, I, I guarantee you, if you walked into 
a place that smelled like Blockbuster, you go, yep, Blockbuster. What do you think? It was like microwave buttered popcorn? Kind, kind of. of and like the snacks and the sh- just nasty carpet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just remember that. And then the other thing would be the people hiding the video cassette or the DVD behind another release. So for whatever reason. No. Like just to save it for later, I guess. But We rented movies so often. And what I mean by that when I was a kid, like we rented the same movie so many times. We probably should have just bought them. <laughs> Definitely. Right? Like why did we never buy Predator? My dad and I would rent that like every week. <laughs> There's some things that are just so good you can't imagine that they could just be yours. That or yeah, your your mom would flip out if your dad owned a copy of the Predator. No, my mom didn't. They were divorced. Well, they cared. Predator is the first movie, R-rated movie I saw in the theater. Oh, when you were like six? Wildly inappropriately early. Yeah. 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 I don't know. My dad didn't care. Watch whatever you want. want I remember Cup, b- sure, go for it. Before Blockbuster was a thing, there was a, a retailer called Music Plus, and they sold I music, and yep. they also had video cassette rentals. Yep. But the thing that always blew my mind is the the sleeve for the movie had a uh, sticker on it, had a little price tag on it, and like I'd hold a video cassette, and I'm renting it, but it was a hundred bucks. Yeah, they were expensive. Or 129 bucks. Yeah. Like, who the hell would pay 130 bucks? And I have no idea if that was the actual value that they paid for to get the movie or if it was just some sort of return it because this is the deterrent. You'll owe us 130 bucks for there, this movie. There's some deal with like the studios and the movies are crazy expensive. I, I can't. I, I, yeah. Somebody explained this to me once and then I my eyes glazed over and I stopped <laughs> listening. You just pay for the quality. I mean, Captain Ron is going to be 130 bucks. That's just <laughs> Captain Ron. Makes it's, sense. Yeah, it's worth it. Captain Ron. Man. I remember seeing that movie. Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> Jeez. Well, now that we've discussed the, that into oblivion, have we though? Have we? I do. I do miss video rental stores. There was something kind of fun about going and I miss renting consoles. Yeah, that was I cool never, when they started doing that. I never did that. You've that never rented like a the video game fanciest console. Fanciest kid in the fucking world when you came home with like a Genesis for the weekend. Right. Oh. And there was a trick. I think if you if you rented it on friday you got like an extra day or I remember something like that, that yeah. yeah so there was like some trick to it it was awesome i didn't know that trick yeah i think i got screwed i never rented the console but the games we would rent and then we would beat the game and then we like oh i guess we don't need to buy that one i like remember we, when they stopped renting consoles and i called them because i wanted to rent like a playstation 2 or something like that mm-hmm. and they're like we don't do that and i just remember being like how the fuck do you know which one to buy now then that's true oh yeah you well, buy them all. I can't get a game informer. Is that still? I bet you it's still around. <laughs> I, and print media is dead. Everyone knows you, that. You would go to your local Kmart. Not according to my would... grocery store. And your mail slot. I guess. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my mail slot. The grocery store still has a bunch of magazines. Actually, that's another thing that's a trip. South Coast Plaza. If you uh, go to South Coast and you park closest to the Lego store, which is the only reason you would ever have to go to South Coast Plaza, in my opinion. Uh well, that and the Omega stores there, too. Yeah. Uh, you walk past a newsstand. They still have a newsstand. Really? Yeah. It's, it's a trip. A it has to be. It is money laundering for sure. Just not a lot of money. Well, yeah. I mean, like $7 at a time. <laughs> I mean, it's just Bitcoin. That's all I take. That's the only form of payment. No, it's just super bizarre. And we, I, I just, yeah. Every time I walk by it, I'm like, huh. I feel like when I go to the supermarket and I see magazines, they're just like made up magazines for one topic. Yes. And they're out on the shelves for like months at a time. The oddly specific magazines are hilarious. Like the one on like the royal family. You're like, what? Or like, 
I don't know. The Rock. And you're like, okay, it's The Rock. The rock. And then it's just... iPhone case monthly. Like, what? Oh, yeah. Some of those were... The, it's an actual periodical. But, I mean, these other ones that Mark's talking about are just single topic, like, from People Magazine from Time. And they're out on the newsstands for months at a time. But you're like, what? Who the hell would pay 15 uh, bucks? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Oh. It, it'd be weird shit, too. It'd be like, tomato sauce, not just for food. You're like... <laughs> <laughs> Right. Okay, now actually I mean, that I want to know more about. Now, yeah. but why is this a periodical? Please get that. There's a uh, there's a Twitter uh, profile that I follow that's basically just um, New York Times bot written headlines, and so a computer algorithm is just spouting out these headlines. Yeah. but they're pretty believable, and they're they're more believable than the tomato sauce. It's not just for eating, but it's along that line where you look at it and you can't tell if they're being serious or not. Oh, see, I was thinking about like all the 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 number of magazines that are dedicated to super odd specific topics. Oh yeah, like, like automotive wise. Yeah, well, not even automotive, but just I mean, like everything, like left shoe daily, or like what? Why? <laughs> right? Like it's bizarre. Sometimes you just gotta let the right one figure it out on its own. <laughs> I guess, but yeah, it is it is pretty strange, uh, you know. But who reads magazines? Not you. You throw them directly in the trash. <laughs> it's correct. Not even skimming it. Like nope. accidentally gonna find something cool in it. Nope. There's nothing cool Maybe it's got good to ads. come out of a People magazine. Instagram has been giving me the best Amazon ads. It's like pet <laughs> costumes. Oh, the weirdest just, stuff, right? Oh, I fucking love it so much. And like really cool tools that I have no need for. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know what I need that for, but I want to fucking buy it now. I don't like that half the ads you look at now, there's no description. So you actually have to click into it to see what the F they're talking about. And then I'm like, damn it, I just clicked on that. But I needed to know. I've given up on all that stuff. Like I, I used to like, I was like, I'm going to delete Facebook. I don't want anyone tracking me. And then I was like, I am a boring piece of shit. No one cares. It's it doesn't fine. matter like, if they try. And maybe you'll find something cool I like, and then I'll enjoy something for once. And it's just fine. for the record, nobody's listening to you. They don't have to listen to you. They have all of your data, all of your browsing history. They know who you're hanging out with. Like that, you'll get ads. I get ads for stuff that other people have talked to me about yeah. or that they're interested in. Like, I don't want that. But I think it's also because of the fact that they know when your phone's in close proximity. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, they know. So That's they, they you know. friend requests. You get friend requests from people that you're like in line with at the store. Yeah, it's weird. Like not requests. Wait, I, like yeah, suggestions. The suggestions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, imagine you're looking at them back and forth. Like, I don't know you. But maybe I want it. Would you have? What are you? No, I don't want it. <laughs> I, I pretty much don't go on Facebook anymore. I go on it to look at the, the memories. I went on face. I reignited my Facebook yesterday and I went on it and I was like, I remember exactly why I left this. Yeah, it's dumb. And my, my family's on it. Like, I, I, I don't want them knowing what I'm doing. That yeah. sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. Is it? Is your family all still up in Oregon or somewhere else? Or My parents live in Laguna. Okay. Um, but I got an aunt in L.A. and then all the rest of my family is South African. Okay. Yeah, my family's, like, my mom is not too far away. My dad's actually out here in Orange. But I see, I talk to my dad on a regular basis. So my mom, not so much. But I don't see him on social media. So it's. I think it, it's important to have, like, a an air gap with your family like that. You got to have something to talk about when you're in person or on the phone. If they're just like, oh, they know everything about you. Yeah. Sending you cat videos and stuff like that. And being like, <laughs> I saw you liked spaghetti. <laughs> I saw you like spaghetti. Here's this article I read about tomato sauce, not being just for your, yeah. did you see it? I got to do the magazine about it. You can read all about it. I'm going to look now and be more, more diligent or more ob- observant about these periodicals. Some of them were just, them, I guess. 
I mean, I've noticed like the weird, like the royal family, you get like the Commanders. anniversary of the moon landing. That, that's cool. I get that. The moon landing, air quotes. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We I hate the modern times. We went to the moon. Just probably. Once. I mean, why not? <laughs> why not? Sure, why not? Speaking of going to the moon, I got a new candle, which has nothing to do with going to the moon, but. Uh, there's this shop in the orange circle that I'd never gone into because it's mostly like, I thought it was a plant store, like just plants. Cause plants? that's what the plants. Why would you go there? No, I mean, I'm not, not fuck plants. I have some plants, but like, I just like, why do I go there? I'm not like green so you, thumb. You so walked I, by. So I walked by and I was like, Oh, I, I do want to check it out and finally go in here. Cause they had been at another location before and I, it, and it was all plants, but now it's turns out it's more like a knickknack kind of shop, you know, like they have some curios and things. Uh, but anyway, so they have a bunch of uh, essentially like, you know, the Jesus candles. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? They yeah. have some of them over there. Right. Yeah. Like the, you know, my grandparents always had one burning by their, their Virgin Mary uh, okay. shrine. So anyways, they have a bunch of those, but they're like Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker. Like they have all these like, and they're done up as like saints. So they look like the actual candle that a St. Anthony Bourdain one. Oh, did so you pick had, that one up? Yeah, I did. So he's my kitchen candle. Is he going to oversee your bacon? He's been watching diligently. Does he have you lit it? No. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's no. it's functional, right? I would, I would imagine so. Wait, but why would you light it? Battery powered with a little flickering LED. No, it could <laughs> be though. I could do that. I have the technology. You have the ability. I do. I could order parts off the Amazons. So how much was a a Anthony Bourdain as a saint candle? Too many dollars. Yeah, like too many dollar bucks. Under ten? No. Oh shit! Is that yeah. like a twenty dollar candle? Okay. Which you can pick them up at the supermarket, you know, the regular ones for like a buck and a half. But they don't have Anthony Bourdain on it. They don't, but I I could print one. I got a whole pile of Santeria ones that like I paid like three to nine dollars for. Yeah. It was depending on how severe the curse was. (laughs) (laughs) The more severe ones. Where do you buy those ones? I I got it at this place called Green and White in Austin. Mm -hmm. And like it's a legit, like I bought a monkey paw there. I don't think you're supposed to have that. I know I'm not. It's a keychain though, right? It's like in a little glass box. Oh, it's a. It, I think it's a raccoon hand that just got like skinned. So it, it looks kinda, like a monkey paw. Kinda, yeah. Huh. But my the Santeria ones are nuts. There's like one that's like the wandering spirit, and you basically you that tells you how to do the ceremony in the back. Yeah. You gotta like do some oil. You write the person's name on it, and you light it, and then the like incantation for it is basically like this person's gonna wander the the earth, never being satisfied with anything. That everything will turn to ash in their mouth, and it's like super fucking severe. Yeah, that's mean. It's like, don't do that to It's people. like six bucks. Don't, don't do that. Like, that's, what a bargain. It's yeah. so much cheaper than like shipping a live venomous snake to somebody. Like why is that's that why everything's going this yeah, way? Yeah, a glitter bomb or in Santeria. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I just buy like, I like the, the you know, whatever those candles are. The Catholic candles basically we'll call them. But yeah. I like, like if I see a cool one, I'll pick it up at the grocery store. It's like light up playing cards. Kind of. Yeah, I never burn them though. That one's just got a bird on it. Uh, that is correct. I can't remember what it's for. For flying. Yeah. See, Higher we, than an eagle. We, when you were talking about the moon and you segued into the candle, I thought you were going to talk about something that smells like Uranus or something. Like, I didn't realize that. <laughs> no. just excited because that shit's out of this world. <laughs> there you go. He, t- he tied the room together. They, they have, like, candles that are, like, meant for men or something like that. That it's kind of like those scented meant candles. Meant for men. Well, it's the, the, the labeling, like, the name of the scents are just total, just insulting, like. Oh. It's the most, like, oh, I hate it. 
Like, I, I can't, I'm a man. I can't like it unless it smells like lumberjacks and oil. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but the name they give to it is like some other. I am. Um, I. I. There are. There are these candles I got at Target. As long as we're talking candles, it's kind of weird. But anyways, I got these candles at Target, and I was like, oh, I'd like to get another one because it, I do like the way it smells. I don't like really. I can't stand harsh smells, and there's just like a really subtle smell. They didn't have those ones anymore. Apparently, you can't get them. But they had this candle that was called like leather or something yeah. like that, like <laughs> leather and that's smoke a man candle. And uh, so I opened. They. They're the kind with like the little wood lid right so i pulled the wood lid off off of it and sniffed it you know what it smelled like nothing hmm. literally nothing maybe you got to set it on fire first see no i and then i even did the little thing <laughs> oh, like the back the, of my nail yeah. like a little scratch and sniff still nothing like a sommelier for candles <laughs> that's what you oh, that's what they should have <laughs> yeah sir i present to you a 1956 smoking leather that's your satisfaction i think um, i'm just gonna start burning shit <laughs> like, like paper? I can get like or boxes, of cedar and stuff. Uh, you know, like, oh, yeah. you just set stuff on fire, man. It'll smell like what you want it to. Potpourri. Yeah, I, I know got... someone that makes candles, and they're really. She does a really good job. They smell really nice, and that's kind of cool. I'm just gonna set leather on fire, and that'll be the scent. Leather doesn't burn very well. I've never tried burning it. I'm. I'm assuming it doesn't burn very well. Maybe it does. I don't know. I've never tried. Let's do it. Oh, is it going right. to get weird like in the future where everything's like vegan leather so then it's just you're burning plastic and that's way more toxic? I think it's cute mm. that you think there's going to be a future. <laughs> <laughs> that is wow. How adorable. Wow. <laughs> well, so if there's no future, nobody's going to Sweden. Oh yeah, my yeah. son's going to be disappointed. Sorry, dude. So my my uh my wife went to IKEA earlier today with uh with Grayson. She's Looking at uh, kitchen cabinets and countertops to transform one of our closets in the spare bedroom into what she calls a clawfice. She wants to make it a little bit of like a working space, but not taking over the entire spare bedroom for an office. So anyways, they're at Ikea. They decide to have lunch. Grayson has some Swedish meatballs, and he declared to my wife, I want to go to Sweden. Well, it's better he did it to her than some random stranger. Because well, I, I mean, don't think they would have cared. In Ikea, maybe. But it, then it was just kind of like, well, what's Ikea known for cuisine-wise besides meatballs? What's Ikea known for or, or what's what, Sweden, Sweden known, known for? for? Because if you're talking about what's Ikea known for, you've you've hit the, the, the whole list. Meatballs? Right there. Meatballs. Flat-packed products? Well, they also have, they actually do have some other food that they're at the Ikea that people buy. I don't know what it is. Swedish yeah. fish. Lambert. Swedish fish. <laughs> it's the only Mazes one. that you can't get out of. Smorgasbord. I don't know what it is. Every time I go to Ikea, I have to go in through the exit and go backwards. Like, it's much just, faster that is way. Is that just, I'm that contrarian that I'm like, fuck your full way of laying this whole thing out that's organized. I don't go to Ikea. I can't, I can't, I can't do it. It's fun to watch people have arguments over stupid shit. There is some, that is, what I yeah. usually end up doing is I do the curbside delivery or the curbside pickup or whatever. I tried to do that, but during the pandemic stuff, like nothing was available mm. and then you'd go inside and it was just there. Ikea is one of those places. Like, it was weird. Ikea is one of those places where I go. So we're both out of stock like and in stock. Three years. Like, I don't go very often. There's Back to candles. There's these candles that, <laughs> that Ikea has, believe it or not, that I like because they're super subtle. So I'll order like four or five nights, pick them up. Do they smell hobbies. like Swedish fish? What? You got weird hobbies. Why you got so many candles? What's going on in your life that you got? Nothing, man. I like candles, lights bro. Lights on in this room. Good housekeeping, yeah. candles. Yeah. So I don't use the lights at night. You use it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I do everything by candlelight. That'd be bizarre. 
These are daylights. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the daytime lights. Yeah, the candles so are the power. nighttime lights. The the bulb color temperature is of daylight. Yeah, so he yeah, can't exactly. use it at night. So he uses right. candlelight at night. I'm par- partly vampirish. And he doesn't like walking on the bare floor, so he puts down rose petals to walk around. <laughs> do you not do that? <laughs> yeah, that just seems normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I don't know, man. I like, I just can't, I don't know. It's ambiance. But you never light them. No, I do. You light those candles. Yeah, yeah. I just will not, not the designer ones. No, the not the candles. not the Jesus candles. <laughs> you don't want to accidentally bring one of those in. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh. no, you do not want to light a Jesus Wake candle. Up in the night with Jesus at the bed. Oh fuck! Right. I didn't mean to call you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the bat symbol. He rolls the, over. He's in bed. Oh Jesus, shit! The Jesus symbol. Oh. Like up in the sky. Yeah. What? What am I? Uh, just lowercase t in front of a spotlight. <laughs> one of my buddies. Uh, just became an officer, so he, he's an a officer pl- of what? He's a he's a police officer. Oh, okay, but his really so a lot oh, of options. His 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 birth name is Jesus, mm-hmm. but he's now an officer. So I'd be like, yeah, I know Officer Jesus. Like I just that just seems amusing. I'm I saw a guy sure that's that, what the blue line sticker's about. What would Jesus do? <laughs> what would Jesus do? Like it just takes on a whole. Other- <laughs> I saw a guy with a hat on recently and said Jesus is my boss, but then I thought. So you're what you're saying is well maybe he works for a dude named Jesus yeah could be and he just is really stoked on that he wants everybody to know is he a carpenter uh, I have no idea what the guy was <laughs> I didn't ask he could well, have been a builder Jesus joke because Jesus was a carpenter yeah Jesus no I get it but I'm saying like I didn't ask well, so I couldn't verify I yeah it was a good joke I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, don't always thanks, acknowledge Mark. each other's jokes. No, sometimes oh, we let you just die. Yes, yeah, so this is not this is not how this works, damn it. <laughs> I mean, it, it barely works. On this extra-religious episode of yeah, Grown-Ups. Right. <laughs> Church of Satan, Jesus candles, Good Jesus is a cop, good housekeeping. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Should we talk about plants next? Plants? I do want to plug tired plants. Oh. Yeah, just because I recently got two of them from from Sarah. So Sarah, who's a guest previously, does tired. It's at tired dot plants t i r e d dot plants. Uh, if you want to go on the Instagram, but she does go kart tires and put succulents and stuff in them. And they're actually pretty cool. Yeah, they're super cool. So I got two of them. That's my story. That's it. So you're doubly tired. Yes, and also physically tired. Oh. No, I'm not really. I'm gonna. I'm a. I'm a. Uh, wired a little bit today. you are a little rambunctious today yeah i don't know why i Ram- slept pretty good i guess you don't know <laughs> no, I, mean, <laughs> I mean you would think you would yeah i don't think i i don't think i slept great but i didn't sleep terrible and i for whatever reason today i'm like i've been really really tired the last like week no matter what no matter how much sleep i get no matter anything and today i feel great that's awesome yeah so how are you going to seize the day with your productivity Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't waste it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am wasting the day. I already decided this. And that's what kind of sucks about it. Like, today is my totally lazy day. And uh, for whatever reason, it's my most, like, energetic day at the moment. So that's super weird. Um, yay? You just have to figure out what you're going to do. Um, or not do. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to do things and stuff and junk. So as, as I was pulling down the street or driving up the street, coming yeah. to your place... I uh, I saw two things that stood out, and I, I never quite. I, and I, you missed something too. I, I did miss the. I miss what you guys call the Excalibur. Excalibur, which is a horrendous kit car, kit car yeah. that takes a 
average sedan and bolts on these mat bolts on massive hood, massive fenders. I would say it's a coupe. Yeah, it is. You're yeah. right. It is yeah, a coupe, yeah. but it basically makes it look like a modern Corolla DeVille car. Totally. And this one happens. It's so bad because it's brown and tan, and it even it has those horrible, like weird, like um, uh, dryer vents on the side and oh, everything. But, oh man, yeah. it's so awesome. But yeah. that's not what I saw when I when I was coming up the street. No. What, what did I you saw, see? Well, two things, and they were both related, and they both have to do with sports. Mm. It's the overly sports enthusiastic vehicle owner. You saw this here? Uh, on the way here. Oh, okay. So one was a car going the opposite way that had a huge windshield graphic that said Lakers. But that's only the windshield. Just the windshield. Okay. On the back side of the car, when I looked in the rearview mirror to see if it had like the Lakers logo, instead in, in like three foot tall letters it said kill COVID. Don't okay. know if that's related. Cool. Then the I Lakers kill COVID. Maybe is it that was, how it works? It was in the same shade of yellow vinyl, so okay. possibly. Okay. The next thing I saw, which was related, was a family of four or four people dressed head to toe in silver and black, wearing Raiders jerseys. And I know it's football season. I know you can have your favorite team, but I don't get the idea of head to toe emblazoned. That's fandom, team. man. But what does that prove? That, that you're a bigger fan than somebody that's not doing that, that obviously. You're willing to walk away with 150 bucks for a, a knockoff jersey replica? It is insane. So I did two things. Thing number one, there's a guy uh, local to me that his whole truck is the Chargers, who are the L.A. Chargers now, I guess. Yes. It's huge logos on the like side. Lightning like bolts? Lightning, the whole thing. I mean, it is the whole truck is Charger vinyl all over the thing and i was confused the first time i saw i was like who likes lightning that much um now you know stupid. i like that more than the chargers <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's true so he uh anyway so that there's a guy in seattle whose truck is wrapped like 12th man like that whole deal uh seahawks and, so and i don't get that because I, you're not getting paid by the team or anything like right. that but what you're trips spending me out, your own money going out of your way and then of course you've got the unique car which means you really can't be like an asshole driver. Oh no! It turns out you can. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, this dude's a dick. But you know his car. You're like, oh, that I don't dumb have to tell shit. you, man. What can you do about it? Yeah, you're gonna find where he parks and key his car. I don't later? have that kind of time. Maybe that's why it's all wrapped in vinyl because it's been keyed it's been keyed so, so many, many times. times. What trips me out is if you like go to a sporting event and you'll see a family of four or whatever, and they're full geared. Yeah. And the kids, they're buying the kids like hockey jerseys. Hockey sweaters are not cheap. Right, even a kid's sweater is like fifty, sixty bucks. Yeah, and they're that kid's gonna grow out of it in like two weeks. That's crazy to me. I think you guys are just being insensitive. Like, there's some people that go through their lives and then suddenly realize, fuck, should have had a personality. And oh, and so that's where they get they it. Just gotta start From buying sports? stuff to invent one. Hmm. And, and that's why Buffalo Wild Wings is so popular. Yeah, because they give you a place to wear your jerseys in public and seem normal. Yes, we'll go with that. <laughs> like, I just, I don't. <clears throat> well, I don't like, I, I. I've never owned a sports jersey. Oh, yeah, I've got those. Yeah, I, I've, I've I, I mean. Huh? I've been given them. I've never. Yeah, I've never gone out of my way to purchase one, right? For, for, obviously, I have the ones I've played in. Right, but you played in those. That's right, fine. Then, I mean, no, but then I have ones that I bought. Like, I, I have a, a Sharks one. I have a, when I went to, uh, when I lived your... in Portland, the the Winterhawks, the Portland Winterhawks, they're. Um, and I didn't know this until I went to a game when they first started, they, the owner was friends with the guy that owned the Chicago Blackhawks and they didn't have uniforms. So the Blackhawks shipped them all their old uniforms. So that's why their logo is the Chicago logo and oh. Chicago is my favorite hockey team. 
So I was like, that's awesome. And instead of a C on the shoulder for Chicago, they have a P. So I was like, I have to get one. So these jerseys, do they have your name on the back? Do they have like your None, I get nothing. Okay. I have one jersey, or no, two with a name on the back. Both of those were given to me. Um, one of them was some random uh, guy that played for a Calgary minor league team. I can't remember why the person gave it to me. Oh, because they didn't really like hockey and they knew I did. The other one is actually pretty funny. It is a Canadian Olympic team jersey uh, because I lost a bet. <laughs> and so, and I actually don't know who actually uh, was the loser in this bet because my the whole deal was whoever lost had to wear the other country's jersey, jersey right? Yeah. So my buddy ended up buying me a Canada jersey and he has his name on, he had his name put on the back of it. So that's pretty funny. <laughs> that's pretty good. And, then, and then when I saw him, I had to wear it for a full day. And that was part of or week or something, whatever it was, the punishment. And then I made him sign it. So I've got his autograph on the back of like basically his team Canada jersey. Because <laughs> I think for me, yeah, like, it's funny seeing the people walking down the street. They're they're not going out and like I say, we're out in public because I saw them. But I mean, they were just going over to somebody's house, just dressed head to toe. Yeah, and, I mean, a lot, but a lot of people, just, you know, it's how they show their support. Don't you wear ball caps, man? That have the angels on it. Yeah, that's about as far as I go. I don't wear it with a matching jacket and a pair of pants and socks and like. Well, you can't. I can't prove that you don't. <laughs> True. Right. True. You might do that but at home. I, 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 I you have just, Shohei Otani underwear? No, I do not have Shohei Otani underwear. That dude's a beast. Like, yeah. I don't care if you don't like sports or whatever. That guy is the, the incredible. Like, this is that an athlete. Anyway, that's, that's it. Well, I mean, Otani-san and uh, Mike Trout, yeah. I mean, they're both awesome players. They are basically the angels. Stuck with a shitty team otherwise. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, well, as, a, as a fan, I can support the team. I'll, I'll wear a ball cap. You know, I'll wear, like, a little thing here and there. But... The, the head-to-toe in high-dollar apparel is where I kind of go, I don't get I, it. I mean, I don't even like wearing necessarily logoed clothing, so. Can I ask why we call them the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim? Yeah, you can. Be, uh, dollars. It but. was Arde Moreno's uh, desire to draw from the larger L.A. name recognition. Nobody, like a kid in, I don't know, Montana doesn't know where Anaheim is, but they know Los Angeles. And so they're more willing to spend money on a Los Angeles baseball cap than they are an Anaheim cap. That's 100% the reasoning. Have they tried this other states than California? And just made like the Los Angeles something of Montana? That'd be pretty rad, actually. (laughs) Just fuck them. Yeah, I mean, realistically, you could just start a Los Angeles in Montana. Yeah. Right? You could just name part of Montana Los Angeles and then do exactly that. That's ridiculous. That's smart. Uh, sports owners, here's your hot tip. Just pick a cheap market and name yeah. it after the, the closest expensive market. Mm-hmm. Every now and then I watch sports and I think, man, I wish I knew what was happening in this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I do. I, I like watching hockey. I watch baseball. But that's about it. I could not so in give person, two craps less about football. There are certain sports where I enjoy watching them in person. Yeah. So hockey is great in person. Yeah. Baseball is great in person. Basketball on per or in person on TV, it's about the same. If they never played basketball again, I wouldn't notice. That's how much I, I don't, don't care about basketball. Yeah, it, it's it's fine. Racing is awesome in person, but usually most of the venues you only see them for like a split second. Yeah. And you don't know what the hell's going on the rest of the time. Coda so, is good for that though. What is Coda? Circuit, Circuit of the oh, Americas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got I've never big been. screen TVs at every major corner. Oh, that's cool. So you sit there and you're like watching it on the screen, and then the helicopter flies over you, and then you're like, "Oh, they're going to come around," and then you see them go around, and you go, oh, "That's neat." That's and then cool. you put your shirt back down after flashing the helicopter. There's a spot at well at uh, Laguna Seca. There is one spot you can see the whole track. 
Right, because yeah. you're a high enough vantage yeah. point. Yeah, but otherwise, like Long Beach the, the today, Long Beach Grand yeah. Prix was <clears throat> this weekend. Yeah, today. Yeah, yesterday yeah. today. Yeah. And if you're sitting on the street level, you see them for a millisecond, yeah. and then you just hear them, right. and then you look for a TV to find out what the hell's going on. Yeah. That's why I don't really want to go to Isle of Man for the racing. Uh, I, I think it's, but I, but the Isle of Man, I think is such a special thing that it's more than just the racing. Like, you know, pick a spot, I guess in town and just park there and watch them come through that. But I think it's just more the atmosphere. And for those listening, Isle of Man is not anything to do with dudes. It's just an Island that mm-hmm. has that name. That's they a very small Island that they race at absolutely ludicrously fast speeds around on, on a motorcycle. Yeah. And the roads have cobblestone walls and buildings on either side of it. And it's really narrow and crazy fast. Then there's out and then they get out into the like the country on the ring road and they're doing what, a couple hundred miles an hour. A couple hundred. I remember yeah. reading articles like from magazines of the 70s that they were like, bikes are too fast. You can't race this anymore. Yeah. And, and the, the bikes 70s, keep getting and faster they keep, yeah. and they keep doing it. Yeah. Guess what, guys? Yeah. There's a lot of that's so crazy, but I think I think it'd be cool to go. Uh, I'd like one to, of my one of my friends, Ruben, has gone. He said it's worth going. I'd like to go like watch Irish road racing, yeah, and then just visit the Isle of Man and like get my adrenaline fix from that, but yeah. like not have to deal with the fuss of like getting gouged super hard on that. Like already going to the UK is going to be crazy money. Yeah, I would like to Thanks, do Brexit. <laughs> I want to go to the uh, the the big Nurburgring race, and then I'd like to go to Le Mans. So, what's the fastest you guys have been on a bike? Uh, fast enough 160 70 that's about the same huh. track days right mm-hmm. yeah yeah a close course by a professional no wait yeah yes yes <laughs> the 405 well, freeway was closed that night what is the statute of limitations yeah uh yeah it's probably about the same on a tl1000r my job used to be to do the test rides at corsa when i first started there i don't know if i should tell the story um i mean chances are nobody's listening so one of my buddies had an Aprilia RSV4. Buddies. Yes. And I'd go out and do the test ride. And the test ride that I would do, you'd go over the Fremont Bridge and back. And when you're coming back, it starts at the hospital. And you've got like a pretty solid stretch from the hospital to the freeway where there's no cars that are going to merge into you. There's right. no blind spots. It's a really solid spot. And like part of the job is to go through the gears and make sure nothing was broken, right? Yeah. So I got on the bike and I just did my thing. And I go to the end of it and I wash the bike and get it done. And he picks up the bike. He's like, hey, um... Did you know this clock's your top speed? And I was like, oops. No, nah, it's cool. He's like, yeah, I've never gone 140. And I was like, oh. And he's like, bike has. And I was like, weird. That's super interesting. He's like, he just kind of laughs. He's like, yeah, you should maybe like, clear that up before you hand it off to someone that's not your friend. And I was like, that's that's pretty funny. You're like, oh, let me show you the dyno. I'm just going to check the <laughs> uh, other bikes real quick. <laughs> we uh, put it up on blocks and just spun yeah, the right. wheel and they aired and shifted in place. We weren't going anywhere. The GPS, I've, I've posted a, fiction, a photo of this onto my Instagram. The GPS uh, on my BMW has a top speed thing on it. And it was, it was what it was <laughs> at the time, right? One day, and I have no, I still can't figure out how this happened. I looked down, I went into that screen and looked. It's 220. That BMW is incapable of going 220 miles an hour, right? There's just no way. It's, it's absolutely it impossible. Tall? Nope. Isn't that weird, though? It just glitched out. Yeah, and I can't figure out how to clear it. But why would you want to? I, I don't necessarily want to, but like, still, it's pretty funny. I Maybe went to check my... Well, how fast was I actually going? 220. Oh, okay. Was it kilometers? No, it's an MPH. Weird. Yeah, super weird. So 220 is the fastest I've been on a bike. <laughs> according the to the bike indicated speed yeah, yeah exactly according to the bike. bike yeah it's pretty funny 
But yeah, you should not do that. Yeah, and no, it's it's a very much a time and place kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, yes, you know, obviously be careful and ride to your abilities and whatnot. All the safety advice. But modern bikes are just so capable. Yeah, like, it's like not even like a I'm gonna try and pin it kind of thing. You just look down, you're like, oh, there's like a whole extra digit I didn't expect to be there. Yep. And I'm in third gear. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, if you look at, especially with the, the super bikes and stuff, the horsepower realistically is getting out of control for the street. My 959 is like, the 959 is the middle. Yeah. Right? Like, there's another entire echelon of fast above that one. Right. And I dropped a tooth on the front sprocket specifically because I didn't need to be doing felonies in fourth gear. Right. Like, I just wanted to have something that was, like, fun around town I could have fun on the track with. But it's just so easy and so smooth, especially in Southern California. Like, you get on the freeway at, like, 10 o'clock at night. And you're just like keeping up with traffic. You're doing like 90. Right. And then if you're moving around people, like you're, you're over. And it's it's not even like a try to do it. Not even like a, I feel cool doing it. It's just like you get off the bike and you're like, oh, fuck. Like I just was going real, real fast for a while there. How much of yeah. a difference does dropping a single tooth off the front sprocket making speed? You'd lose about five miles an hour off the top end, but your cruising RPM goes up like 500. That's not too bad. So it's like it just makes it so that it's a little bit more comfortable to be in yeah. like fifth gear rather than sixth gear at yeah. freeway speeds. I didn't realize that one tooth made that much of a difference, but that was interesting. One down on the front is equivalent to going up three in the back. Oh. There's a little pro tip. Pro tip. From the things. Yeah. You got, you got advice. So the one motorcycle rider listening. Yeah. So now he's going to see a rush of parts orders for a, a new, yeah. <laughs> new sprocket. New front sprocket. I, uh, it is. But, I mean, it, the amount of power and everything that's on tap, like you don't even – I couldn't tell you the last time I cracked the throttle completely open like I needed to. Oh, you never need to. It's well, you know what I mean, though. But there's no like. Of it. But I mean, you you have so much power at your disposal with most of these new bikes that like you don't around town and stuff. Like you just don't need to. Like an old old bikes, right? Like oh, a, yeah. an old uh, SV650 <laughs> that was pinned everywhere. Yeah, yeah, because you had to. When I started riding, it was on vintage Vespas. Yeah. <laughs> and like I got back on one after a little while and like it's a 200 cc two-stroke which is a significant motor right I'm doing like 90 cutting through like downtown Portland I would never ride like my monster or anything else at that speed but you're on a scooter you're like I can't possibly be going fast right it would look at me I'm on a 64 <laughs> Vespa my kneecaps are touching when I'm riding yeah. it's, I've yeah, got yeah. no suspension no brakes of course I'll be pinned the entire time right have you done any of the uh, electric bikes, like the Zero or any of those? Have you tried those out? I rode an older Zero like two or three years ago. Um, I'm, I mean, they're, I'm very excited about them. Like, I think that's definitely going to just be part of it in the future, and I don't think that's like a prediction. I think that's pretty obvious. At this and it's point. not even a bad thing; it's a great thing. Have it's you a guys, phenomenal thing. Have either of you guys done the uh, the Harley Livewire test drive? No, I haven't done the live wire. Um, I, I don't really want to, to be honest with you. The um, the bike, though, I, I rode an Alta, yeah. not, just up and down a street, and it was like I could not stop laughing the entire time. It's, I was, it's like a giggle fest. It just feels like flying. You don't hear like you can hear. It sounds the, like a spaceship. The engine is or the the chain is louder than anything else. Yes, yeah. like you'll hear like the tire making contact on the road. No. And there's like that weird kind of spaceship whine to it. Yeah. And it's got this just like there's so much torque. And you just you're laughing the entire time. It's a total riot. But the Zero just came out with a new bike um, on the kind of on their, I guess, bottom 
end of the scale. Like it's entry cool. level kind of thing? Yeah, kind of. It's I think it's like eleven grand, something like that. So it's not super cheap. I mean, right. don't get me wrong. It's not it's not a very cheap bike. It's a hundred mile range if you're in the city. Uh, it drops to fifty if you use it on the highway, but it's a hundred percent meant to be like a commuter bike. I really want one. It's a cool looking bike. It's got the right the right amount of range and right amount of power for going around town. Throw some bags on the back of that thing and grocery getter all day. There's two things I'm so excited about for electric bikes. The first is making electric motorcycles that don't look like combustion engine motorcycles. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we don't need gas tanks to be there. We don't right. need like a lot of this stuff. And if we can get our heads around them not supposed to be looking like a motorcycle, we can just have really cool, weird looking Real machines. Cur- yeah, right? design could be really cool, yeah. And then the second is make, if we get these things to the point where they're like comparable to an internal combustion racing bike, then all of a sudden you can have like a full on racetrack in like a backyard in downtown. It's and funny like no you should say that. It. Funny you say that. Cause there's been many conversations around a ur- specific lead to dirt bikes, having, <clears throat> excuse me, an urban like dirt bike park. It would be so much easier. And if you can do that too, like Laguna Seca, historic racetrack that's constantly getting hammered but for sound limits right if you can have like electric racing soak up enough of their track days that they can justify existing then it it just keeps the sport going and the the the, i guess the reason i go to dirt bikes is because if you think about especially in southern california right portland was different i could jump on the 501 and like i don't know 10 minutes out outside of portland i'm on dirt right yeah in the middle of nowhere here I'd have to either I could ride saddleback or I'd have to load my bike into a truck or on a trailer and drive two hours. Right. If you really want to ride motocross and you can just go into the I don't know if there's a, a urban right spot to ride motocross and, and that's what you could do or trails or whatever. It's yeah. that'd be awesome. And the neighbors don't complain. Well, the neighbors would probably still complain, but it'd be quieter. It's going to be a trip, though, when like Supercross is electric. And it'll happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. It'll totally happen. But, like, imagine being part of what's cool about Supercross is how it smells and how it sounds. Right? But, like, being in that just like that, it's going to be such a trip to watch mostly quiet bikes. It'll be interesting to see how they have to change their tricks. You know, some of the, like, usually, like, when they jump the like, oh, start yeah. finish line, there's yeah. some sort of can can or there's some sort of Superman action. But because of the different center of gravity on the bike and the weight and everything, it'll be interesting to see. If that changes, I do not know who it was and I wish I did, but I saw a video of a dude doing a whip uh, recently and he goes completely backwards and brings it all the way back around on an electric bike. No, on a dirt okay. bike. But like, how, how that stuff breaks my mind. Probably just a Jedi, a motorcycle Jedi, Probably. a, moto- a motocross Jedi. That's what I'm expecting to see is like once motorcycles get away from the traditional looking like a motorcycle with the fake tank on the top or whatever, mm-hmm. if the riding gear will change just to look cooler, like more Tron like or more like Jedi like. I think just, a lot of the riding gear now looks kind of cool. There's a lot of stuff out there. Revit is doing a, a ton of like they're always been like a very design focused company yeah. and they're like they're the kind of company that they like they'll find a cool fabric and be like fuck we should build an entire line around this thing like their catalog is just oh. huge yeah it's pretty cool and then and everything else too i mean the the tech that's going on in gear these days is just insane i'm i'm pumped they're finally doing like flannels that like protective flannels out of armor and stuff in them like really? I, had, I had this idea years ago and was like i'm too lazy to do any of it right so it's cool to see companies doing that kind of stuff because i don't always want to wear a big bulky jacket Right. You, or you don't, I don't always want to necessarily, like if I'm going to a shop, I don't necessarily want to look like I ride a motorcycle. If that makes sense. Yeah. I just, I mean, it, all that stuff is always compromised things that like no one, oh, of course it is. That's like as safe as it. And I think at a certain point, like, like I, when I high sided my monster, I was doing like 40. Yeah. And I was wearing like a decent leather jacket, really shitty gloves, like combat boots and like a good helmet. And yeah. Just jeans. 
and even like the crap gear I had protected me enough that like when I got home that night, like standing in front of the mirror before getting in the shower, I could see like all the bruises on my legs and being like, hey, look, it's exactly where armor should have been. Right. And it, it you just. It, so do you have armored pants now and oh, all yeah. that gear? It is disappointing that, and this is only because I think more more people would wear like you know armored jeans or whatever if it wasn't they're they're so cost prohibitive for most people. Like what's that? Like two hundred fifty bucks for two fifty to five hundred for a, a pair of shitty looking jeans. And that's the other thing. A lot of the designs aren't. I like just a plain pair of Levi's, right? So, but. They're all trying to do like all oh, these fancy pocket embroideries <laughs> and crap. I hate all that stuff. And the seams have to be weird places for the armor. And right. at the end of the day, you still look like like why is your knee like six inches wide? Right. Like, right. I mean, the, it's getting better for sure. Right. It is getting better. But once costs and stuff come down, I, I do like that they're making my point. I guess my whole point is like I don't necessarily want to look like I'm riding a motorcycle if I go to certain things. I'm going to dinner and stuff. And right. you're carrying around big bulky jackets. Something it's nice to have options that yeah. that look a little less, but. Some of the gears, pretty sick. I'm just waiting for heads-up displays. That'll come. It Whatever was, happened to that? Who was that one company? I was going to say that, that Kickstarter thing that... Which one was it? Scully. Yeah, Scully. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. problem with all of them is they're making like a $50 helmet with like $700 right. with electronics, and they want like two grand for it. And you've got to replace a helmet every five years. So it's got to become modular. It's got to become right. like a Bluetooth setup. There is a modular... I've seen recently there's a company doing a modular... It's, it's exactly that. It's like a... You know, like your Cena or whatever, but yeah. I can't remember what the brand was. And I looked into it, and it seems like none of it was real. Yeah, it's probably how most of it is. Like, I think yeah. it's got to be like a Cena thing where, like, Cena is now making their uh, electronics specifically for like Shoei. Right. And like, if you can do the same thing with the heads up display, it makes sense because yeah. I think I buy that and like ping pong it to the next one, the next right. one, the next one. But it's got to be that heads up display with like a visor that's included with it. And then you just do that but anything less than that it's just going to be shit it's the one the thing that i saw is was a like essentially like kind of a uh a thing it basically floated something in front of your eye yeah. it wasn't on the visor like google glass kind of thing yeah, yeah, yeah just, exactly yeah. those oh, stupid ravens still piss me i'm getting a bunch of ads for those on instagram i'm so annoyed i had a buddy doing development for the like the google glass back in the day yeah and i put it on and i was like get this in a fucking helmet right now like this is exactly what i want like it's just small enough that i could see like which road i have to turn down yeah next. i just right. need a basic arrow kind of thing and oh it'd be so good yeah i i don't know i guess i'm so used to like even on the, the bmw i'll use the gps but i don't look at it because it talks to me See, I'm already thinking like custom bike stuff though. Like, let me plug oh, yeah. this in. Let me plug it into the data port on my bike, and let me right. take the dash off my bike, right? And have it just bouncing my speedo and my tack up there. Is there a standard data port in bikes, like an OBD for cars? Nah, it's all mm -hmm. proprietary, based on brand. There is a company, and forgive me because I can't remember who it is, but they make um, they make a Jixer fork, so you can run a Jixer front end on like any bike. But they make the the trees, and in the middle of it, they've got this really cool like machined out part, and they make this like super slim digital dash that fits in it and it's super sick it's not um moto gadget was doing those yeah that's somebody else i can't remember who it is but they make a, a demon maybe no i don't know I'll, I'll think of it later it doesn't really matter but it, it's cool seeing that kind of stuff is super cool for like an old i want to do another vintage bmw i'd use something like that you should talk to my buddy jeff that's all he does is vintage yeah BMWs. that's what you're saying yeah he has some cool stuff at his garage where what is his name or what's the company called do you know uh, let me look it up yeah, he, he that's his special. I mean, he's got like a, a day job, but this is what he does. He's not the guy doing the bumpers, is he? No, no, no. That's that's uh That's your neighbor Joe. or something, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe? Joe. Joe. Joe Jeff. Joe and Jeff. Jeff 
spelled like J-E-F-F or G-E-O-F-F? J-E-F-F. He spells it the right way. <laughs> the right way? Yeah, G-off. Yeah, Geoff. I knew I knew a kid in uh, school. His name is. I've got a I've got a buddy named Geoff. Yeah. I always just give him yeah hard time. As a Mark with a C, I'm pretty offended right now. Yeah, Mark with a C. I, it's a fucking rough life, man. You don't understand. Yeah. How did that happen? It so was, it's not it's not even Marcus. I was just born that way. Well, yeah, obviously. My parents just but decided. He, your the, mom or your dad came up with that idea. They just saw me and they're like, "Yeah, let's do that." Like that's that, that's how that's their <laughs> whole story for it. Seriously? Yeah. There was no thought. Like they didn't go through the baby books. They no. were just like, oh, None of that yep. He looks like yeah. he deserves Look a C. At this fucking weirdo. Let's just put a C on the end of his name. That'll be mildly annoying for his whole life. All right. When I was in culinary school, we had a a French master chef, and there's only like a dozen of those guys in the country at yeah. this point. And the first day thing, he's like doing the roll call, and he gets to money. He's like, Oh, it's Marc with the C. You are French? And I was like, Oh no, my parents are just weird. And he's like. So the French ways anyway. <laughs> and I just like, like I'm like 18. I'm like, yeah. I can, I gotta go home now. Like, I don't, that's the end of it. That's, culinary's done. Yeah. Did he, did he hate you? No, he was a good chef. Yeah. He was very demanding, but he was, he was a super good chef. I had other chefs there that were nowhere near as talented and much bigger assholes. What class was that? That remember? was the final. That was like, when uh, we were cooking for the public and he was like running the kitchen. At the restaurant? Uh, like the little restaurant that's like in the courtyard yeah. thing or whatever. And I remember like one of the things we had to do was to take a carrot and we had to produce three identical cubes from it that had to be like the same like squares as like graph paper. Mm. Oh, wow. Just so to you, show your, your ability to cut and measure and portion? And make things that are the same. So wow. you'd sit there and you would cut through like 20 carrots and then you would just sit there and be like, all right, I think this one's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, calipers, so like, it. like it's just chance. Like you're not yeah. doing yeah. it because you're good at it. Like you're sitting there with like a peeler just like. Just shaving off a side to get it yeah. to go. I think a lot of culinary school stuff, and I, I didn't go to culinary school, but I'm assuming there's a lot of just torture involved. It was like, I went there and I kind of went in with like my eyes open. I was like, this is going to be kindergarten. Yeah. I'm going to like learn most of the alphabet, a lot of colors, and then I'm going to go into the restaurant and that's where I'm going to learn everything. But like, I want to say like six months into this program, it got bought by the people that do like Bryman. Oh. And all of a sudden the like curriculum just like went off a cliff. Yeah. And it was like, we had like basic skills was a three week course. Wine appreciation was a six-week course. Why? Because one of those is more was, important. Yeah, like, I, and I'm sitting there. A, don't drink, don't give a shit about wine. Right. Like, and B, like recognizing that I'm not going to be doing pairing lists. I'm not going to be doing that for like at least a decade. Right. And it just it none of it made any sense. So at that point, I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to pass all my classes, but I'm going to give zero fucks about most of the stuff and just use my time with good chefs and good equipment and yeah. whatever ingredients I want to just actually learn skills and get their knowledge more than anything else. Yeah. yeah. As much as I could, but then you get in the industry and everyone's like, Oh, you went to culinary school. So clearly you know all these things. Right. So what's your, what's your go-to dish? So if you had a potluck or you have like a, a, a dinner event and they ask you to bring something, your go-to is, well, Ryan and I were looking at, I have a cookbook from the seventies. Oh dude, it is amazing. It's Hawaiian food. It oh. is not. It is awful. It is not Hawaiian food. That's. It is titled Hawaiian food. There's ingredients like salted milk and boiled like celery water. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So the next a lot of mayonnaise. I go to, I am definitely going to be doing one of those like '70s gelatin mold things in addition to like an actual food. But so I want to like gross. get one of those recipes and do that start to finish and be like, yep, there's ham and broccoli in this gelatin mold. Enjoy oh. that, everybody. <laughs> oh, it's so disgusting. And there's guacamole too. The amount of mayonnaise in those recipes too. Like, it's it, Hawaiian food though. I mean that's that but what was funny was like you knew like you'd be reading through ingredients and be like bet you the next one's mayonnaise. Yeah. Sure enough. One <laughs> jar. Okay. 
Yeah, what else? There was some other weird stuff too in there. Man, I I just remember when you were like the boiled celery. (laughs) And I was like, why? Stock is carrot, onion, celery. So they just were like, eh, it's too much flavor. Reduce that. Let's just get one of these. Put the wateriest vegetable in with the water. Like in my household, like my mom, like whenever we did a potluck or family get together, she would always bring the raspberry jello. Like right. it was a thing, and it, and it's it was a strange flavor choice. But it was with like fresh raspberries or frozen raspberries in the mix, and it was tasty. Sure, but that was like her thing, and so that's it's always interesting. Just you know, when you talk to people, it's like, okay, what's your thing? When you go to a, a potluck or you get a get together and you're asked to bring something, they tell you, please bring your yeah bacon or whatever it is. It's just interesting how everybody has a different different thing. Like my uncle was always the guy that brought the bread because he couldn't cook with shit. So he but could did he buy, make bread? No, no, he just oh, bought like a package of rolls or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. it's so it was it was kind of tasked based on what you were good at or whatever it was, but it's just interesting to see what that is for I, different people. I just ask people what they want. Like if it, it like at sometimes if I'm going like a vegan thing, like I do a really good vegan mashed potatoes that like people that aren't vegan will aren't enjoy. Aren't vegan aren't potatoes vegan anyways? If but you're doing mashed potatoes without cream and butter. Oh yeah, that's true. So, so what do, do you use instead? Uh coconut milk. Oh, okay. So I like I'll I see that saute like garlic and some herbs in like olive oil, and then I'll pull that stuff out if it's gonna get burned. But I'll usually just dump like a whole can of coconut milk in there and just let it seep in that, and then use that to like push the potatoes through the the food mill. Huh. And then the flavor gets all throughout the thing, and you right add enough salt to it, and because it's boiling with that, it doesn't taste like coconut or anything. Right. Yeah. And then you add butter. <laughs> I once went to a vegan potluck and I was doing guacamole. I don't remember why, but at the very end of it, I added like like two or three tablespoons of cream. And In the was, guacamole? Yeah. Man, that's a power move. Yeah. Did you take it? Yeah. Oh, did you tell him? No. How rude. I, I like know. it. It was so fucked up because like I did it and I was like, I'm late for this thing. And yeah. I was like, it needs a little bit. I'm just going to put it like that. And I get there and I'm like, I get out of the car. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oops. <laughs> These guys are going to shit so. How did you get invited to a vegan potluck to begin with? I mean, everyone's got weird friends, right? I mean, I de- Drew, who, if you're listening to this, Drew's a vegan, and uh, I always ask him if he wants bacon. Well, so he okay, so he works, <laughs> he works for a company that does racing, and the I guess one of the events, one of the truck drivers was in charge of um, <clears throat> in charge of the meals, and he kept <laughs> he's like, okay, so Drew, you don't eat meat, right? Would you like some bacon? Like he just kept ta- <laughs> he just kept saying like, okay, so you don't need all this stuff, but I made you some bacon. Uh, I got bacon and eggs for you, and he just kept like on him. And I he wasn't doing it on purpose. He just wasn't Thinking. paying attention. Yeah, well, yeah. Bacon, it's not meat. It's not red meat. No, yeah, it's bacon, not is, bacon is bacon is the best. <laughs> I had this conversation yesterday. I said I I challenge you, and I I challenge all of you to find a food that doesn't pair with bacon. It's impossible. Jello, bacon. I mean, it is gelatin, I guess. Yeah, but you get the sweet salt. I mean, you kind of... Name, seriously, name a food. You can't. Strawberries, better with bacon. Burrito, bacon. Oh, yeah. I wish you'd prep me with this before the show, because I would have had a list. Oh, you you think you could come up with something? Yeah. That doesn't go with bacon. Toothpaste. Bacon. No. No, but toothpaste is not a food. (laughs) If you do it right, it is. That's disgusting. (laughs) God, we... Yeah, it would be interesting to write a cookbook that's like cooking with unexpected things, like <laughs> like toothpaste, right? Oh man, you could get into some weird stuff. It's, sooner or later, I'm just going to yell something out. And it's going to be way after this, and we're going to realize it doesn't pair with bacon. No, there is nothing. You know what else is really good? I like vanilla ice cream with lamb. Uh, what? Lamb doesn't pair with bacon. Mmm. 
I with call anchovies and bacon. I call shenanigans. anchovies and bacon. Will but lamb? Like no, it's because it's a different kind. It's gamey. It's already got way too much fat in it, um, and it's never going to be like like the crispiness of the bacon isn't going to go right with it. If you had a lamb burger, you wouldn't put bacon on it. No, but I would maybe take some of the, like the like fat from the lamb and made like a lamb bacon that goes with it. Hmm, maybe. Fat washed alcohol, which I know you don't drink, but that's also delicious. Bacon fat washed bourbon. I don't know what alcohol tastes like, but I can imagine that because I feel like it's just going to cut through it. Oh, it's so good. It's just so tasty because it tastes like like bacon booze. What? No, alcohol does not taste like vinegar. But is it sharp? It can be. Man, at 36, you'd think I'd know these things. Well, I mean, no. Why don't you? Because I, I, he doesn't want to disappoint I, Nancy Reagan. I never drank uh, alcohol or soda. Those are my two. I don't, I don't know. I don't like bubbles. And I think like I'm just enough of a stubborn asshole that like with the D.A.R.E. program, everyone's like, this is going to be a big deal. Like This is going to happen. I was like, fuck you. It won't. I've never been offered drugs in a parking lot. No? I don't think so. Let's go in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I meet just, you in the parking lot in five minutes. We'll see what happens. Yeah, right. No, that was the Nancy Reagan thing. Yeah, she's the D.A.R.E. That was... Yes, I know. We have to explain it. No, we don't have have to to explain it. If you're not a grown-up, you know what the dare bro is. Okay, so we're talking about food. I have a surprise for you. So, courtesy of... I was wrong about about food. Courtesy of my friend... uh, My friend Thompson is going to make a bunch of noise. He went to the Jelly Belly factory. I was going to say, those are jelly beans. They are jelly beans. Uh, And he came back with a little gift. So, earlier, before we started recording, we were talking about the one-chip challenge. Yes. This is the Jelly Belly challenge. All right. Is this the bamboozled ones? They go from sriracha, uh-huh. jalapeno, cayenne, habanero, Carolina Reaper. Okay. Now, Aaron and I, my brother-in-law and I, have already done. We went through all of them. Tom failed, from what I understand. He and his uh, his buddy failed. But what I was thinking is, I'm just going to randomly hand each of us a jelly bean. All right. And I don't know how hot it's going to be. And I don't even know which one it's going to be. Is it color keyed? They are. Okay. But here, you can. Oh, God. I have an orange one. I'm also. Oh, okay. So they both took orange, and I have one that is red with some. I would say like white speckles in it. Okay. Um, Okay. Here's. Oh, we don't. We just eat first. Yep. Go. Okay. So you guys got habanero. Mm. Hmm. I got. (laughs) I got Carolina Reaper. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) And it doesn't taste great. It doesn't taste bad. They're not super hot. The thing. Are you sure you didn't get cayenne? Huh? I'm pretty sure because that tasted like a Carolina Reaper to me. But the Carolina Reaper has black specks. Oh, then maybe it's a cayenne. It's hot. A a hot dish in the back of my throat. This is pretty good. Mm. They don't taste terrible. I disagree. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I wanted to sort of do something stupid like this, but I I had them and I figured who else could I torture with them? But, you know, guests of the podcast. I think you know what you should do for trick-or-treaters now. Oh, that'd be rad. Keep out of reach of children under the age of 13, the elderly, and pets. What? Do not consume if you are allergic or sensitive to hot and spicy foods, peppers, or (laughs) capacin, pregnant, breastfeeding, or have a medical condition for which consumption of an extremely hot food could cause an adverse reaction. So I didn't tell my nephew, and I gave him one of the sriracha ones. I was like, hey, Owen, I got your jelly bean, and he ate it. He didn't like it. Due to the hot nature of this food, it may trigger asthma symptoms. Really? Do not give to persons except with the permission and only after sharing this warning. 
Well, so well, what asshole? You didn't read this. <laughs> <laughs> I did not read that. <laughs> I did not uh, disclaim any of that. It's to you. not bad. It's I not terrible. Say. But the so what? I don't know the whole thing. Like the the one ship. I did the one ship challenge that was the Carolina Reaper, and it's actually got purees of the legit peppers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The it's new got, the new one ship challenge is out this year. Is Carolina Reaper and scorpion pepper. I don't understand why people just have to torture themselves. With I don't get it. It's not. So this is. Wait, yeah. what is with all these like all these hot challengers? The nuts. Not sure if you're tough. I mean, I like spicy food. This that was pretty good. Yeah, you can be free to have more. I don't know what else is in there. Um, I mean, I like spicy food, right? Don't get me wrong. I just don't understand the. It has to still have flavor to it. And when I like the one chip, just didn't have any flavor. It was just hot, hot, hot. hot. Yeah, this actually had a decent flavor, but it tasted like a little bit of. Like the the sweetness from a jelly bean until the heat kicked in. Yeah, one of them tastes really bad. It might be the sriracha one. It was gross. It was the habanero one. <laughs> Is it cool to like use it with like in a dessert or put it in in like, a booze? Do you put that in booze? You could soak it in there. I mean, you could put any the booze and bacon, man. We're not talking about bacon anymore. No, we're not. But you could. You know what else you could probably do is drop one of these. Like if you're making a soup or something, drop one of <laughs> these soup. Yes, in the soup. That's for like some, heat. some like is that before you after after you had the mayonnaise? That's like some <laughs> the road shit. Like yeah, it just seems. I weird. found a dead squirrel and I got these old jelly beans. Yes. <laughs> oh man! If there was water on the planet still, we could make a soup. <laughs> so anyway, the whole thing is you're supposed to eat these progressively and go through all How five far of them. In that, did I get? You were uh, almost at the top. Yeah, you were one. But short but from the, the top. thing is that you didn't. Eat the other ones, so it didn't build, right? No, it, I and, got and then you spit built. it out. Yeah, no, I, I, it's. Mm. I don't know if it needs to build. I think just eating one was enough. Like my mouth is still got some heat. I'm to just it. telling you what the I challenge. I feel it is. on the inside of my nose. <laughs> it's called the Fiery Five Challenge. Mm. That's mm-hmm. not bad. It's and you know what you get when you complete the challenge? Disappointment. Nothing. Yeah. No not bad. even disappointment. Well, it's part of that the the bean boozled. Series that that Jelly Bean. Oh yeah, it's it, well, he it's put a gluten free sticker on it just to seal it shut. But it's got the Bean Boozled logo on it. So I didn't know one, that's what that was. What else? What else do they have? They have ones that you can't tell if it's feet or popcorn. Like the flavors are just like ones like vomit <laughs> or like jelly beans. Like I have my arm up. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I'm gonna get called on in class. Who is in charge of making Creating the, the flavors? Yeah. Like, yeah. So did they have to go lick feet? I, don't I think know. it's just something that doesn't taste like popcorn. And, then you and it's just too close to yeah, popcorn. Who's gonna fucking call it on that? You're not gonna. But there's a whole bunch of them where it's like they're the, like boogers. Yeah. Who's tasting the boogers? And who's booger? Like what? I, I don't know. Like you know when you're getting sick and you can like smell that you're getting sick. Yeah. I bet that probably tastes like that. Oh, oh! I think I just inhaled some, <laughs> some habanero or some whatever that was, cayenne some, or whatever it was. Some jelly belly dust. Oh man. Yeah. That. Uh, anyways, I just wanted to share that with you. The left side of my tongue is in pain. <laughs> It has a warning on there. It says extremely hot. I wasn't read the I, warnings, and he I know the box. that was. Yeah. I did not give you any any like there was not an option. It was yeah, just you, your take a bean. You're eating this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already on the show. It's not like I can stop now. It says challenge your friends or foes and dare to compare these wildly hot jelly beans. Five progressively hot, hot. jelly beans grow from smoldering sriracha to scorching Carolina Reaper. Can you handle the heat? I'm I so did. Glad I didn't get Reaper. I did not. Yeah. I don't actually know if there's any Reapers left in here. You ate them all? Oh, no, there are. I could see them. The ones with the black specks, right? Yeah, you want to try one? No, I'm still waiting for my mouth <laughs> to cool off. 
the one time you don't have a drink too. I know. Otherwise, if I probably would. Yeah, that's pretty. Fun. I had my coffee and it didn't help. It didn't. Mm-mm. No. No. You have milk in the coffee? No. Oh well, that's why. <laughs> There's actually it's actually pretty interesting the way all the capsaicin stuff works, right? Because it's oil based, so it's not coming off with just the no. liquid. The oh, way you're supposed to do it is to have something sugary, but the jelly button just doesn't. Yeah, the jelly belly is sugary, so it's. That's how they do the ratings, is how many sprays of sugar water in the mouth to make it go away. I don't like it. There's all sorts of stuff like that in food. Like, calories are just how long it burns for. Basically, it's how much energy is in there. It's just, I wish that I was alive earlier so I could have come up with some of these dumbass things. Like, <laughs> you can't come up with something like that now. No. You gotta, like, actually know shit. Yeah. Maybe you can create, like, a mastication rating. How many chews does it take to... Oh, I'll show you a mastication rating. Wow. Like, eating with my younger brother... Like, I'd eat the same item he would eat, yeah, and I would chew it, swallow it, and he'd still be chewing for another, like, two minutes. Some people, like, super chewy, chewed food. Which is weird. Like, I, I, try, <laughs> I try matching what he did, right? You're, now you're, you're, chew, you're chew, chew shaming people? I am chew shaming. Yeah, because it's like, okay. Can we get a smoothie in there? What are you doing? <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, it's all dissolved. It's all just, like falling down his throat whether he needs to swallow it or not it's just <laughs> falling down his throat <laughs> wow that is so gross <laughs> i imagine him like rolling his head back like a bird <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the alternative like you see people that don't chew their food at all well yes there is that alternative yeah, but i mean there's been times where i'm i'm so hungry like i'm not sure i chewed anything you just like inhale it, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I've worked retail. We have like a half hour lunch. And in that half hour involved walking next door to a fast yeah. food restaurant. To the Sabaro. Ordering, bringing it back to the back room to eat, and right. then clocking back in. I'll take the write up on that shit. <laughs> my lunch is important. Like there's no way to get me fast, like angry faster than if my like meal gets fucked up. Like they make a mistake? Or, or no, you just... no, no. If they make a mistake, like I, I've worked that world. I understand. Yeah. But like... If I am due a lunch and oh, I don't get a lunch, yeah. I'm mad, like real fucking mad. All right. And it like I've got my guide, my rules for pranking, and like number three on there is you don't fuck with food. Okay. Do not well, make yeah, me true. doubt the things that I'm eating. Right. Like, don't like slide a fucking mousetrap in my sandwich like it's Tom and Jerry. Like none of that <laughs> shit. Like I don't. Tom and Jerry. I ain't got time for that. This is my food. Yeah. So, That's understandable. Mm-mm. Yeah. Don't give you jelly bellies in your PB and J yeah, next you, time. You preface that. If you'd been like, enjoy these jelly bellies, yeah. I'd be mad. I well, mad. that's what I did to my nephew. I just <laughs> gave him. Yeah, I said, hey, Owen, I got you a jelly bean and I gave him a, a sriracha one. And Which is, he, is that the mildest one? Yeah, it's on the mildest one. He didn't like it. It's spicy. And then I gave him a jalapeno. He, he was like, well, let me try a different one. So he tried the jalapeno. He didn't like that either. And he's, he's like, wait, wait, try the, <laughs> yeah. try the like, Reaper. Here's the Reaper. Yeah. This one's cinnamon. Don't fear the Reaper. That's exactly where I was gonna go. Yeah. Like, here's one. I saw it. I saw it coming. Horrible advice. What's horrible advice? To not fear the Reaper. That's the worst one in there. You should absolutely fear the. Oh, Reaper. as far as the jelly beans go. Yeah, yeah. I don't it's fear one it. Of many things, Blue Oyster Cult got wrong. Can you just imagine, like, working in the Jelly Belly factory and all of a sudden forgetting which flavor it was that you made, and all you can look at is the color and the specs, and you're like, I think this is Carolina Reaper, or this is Mango they're Madness. Super, they're not super easy to tell the difference sometimes. Right. I don't, as a rule, care for Jelly Bellies, by the way. Just want to put that out there. I like the belly flops. I like the discounted fucked up ones. What's a belly flop? On the production line, the Jelly Belly is supposed to have a certain appearance, a certain shape, mm-hmm. like a jelly bean shape. Oh, just the wrong. The ones that are like the shape, misshapen, yeah. ugly ones, they call belly flops, and they sell them for like pennies on the dollar. They so still you, taste like caca. They still taste like a Jelly Belly, yeah. but they're, they're a fraction of the price. It's the candy equivalent of like adopting a pet. 
<laughs> this one's a little fucked up, but he's still with good. less paperwork required and less of a guilt trip. But also, I mean, I, I don't care if it's cheaper. It's still not a thing I like. So it could be free. I'm not interested. What's your go-to candy? Um, I don't really eat a lot of candy, but I do like a Snickers bar. I want to say I think it's bullshit that America got the worst candy. How has the fattest nation got the worst candy? What country has the best candy? Yeah. All of them. Like, what's a what's a foreign candy that you think is good? Crunchy bars. Okay. Smarties. Actual Smarties, not that chalky piece of shit that we got. No, you're thinking time. of Necco. What? What? No. Necco no, are no. the way the nasty wafer things. No, Necco no, is but, awful, but there's the American Smarties, which are yeah, basically Necco. Ones. Oh, yeah. okay. I wouldn't. And then there's okay. proper Smarties that are M and M's, but delicious. Uh, I'm not aware of this one. What's a delicious M&M? Oh, it's just got better. Peanut M&Ms are good. I like peanut yeah. M&Ms. Yeah. Like, as a kid, I would go nuts for Skittles. So I'd get the king-size bag and chew it all in, like, a single sitting until my temples were sore. Because <laughs> my jaw was just tired from just, like, crunching all those Skittles. I think other countries have better chocolate, for sure. Like, they got yeah. better everything, though. Like, one day we should go to, like, the Indian market that's uh, at a Tustin Marketplace and get... Oh, yeah. I drive by it all the time. Get foreign chocolates and candies because they... I went to Canada and they just have that shit at the gas station. Yeah. Because it's Canada. It's not America. And I I went into this place and I came out and it had this like uh, French Canadian guy was like going around with us. And I was like, oh, man, I'm so excited. I got all these like candies. Like, I can't believe you guys have these here. And he looks at me. He's like... It's Canada. It's not like we're in the end of the world. And I was like, we don't get this in America. Right. Yeah. And he's like, which is kind of weird about? because we, we have plenty of uh, imports that live here. Yeah. There's a somewhere around here. Some of it's weird, though, just because it's like different countries have di- or different brands have different territorial rights to things. So like Kit Kat in Japan is a different brand. Yeah. That runs it. than Kit Kat's in the Kit US. Kat from Japan is amazing. That's yes. what I'm saying. Like yeah. how we are the fattest nation. We should have all of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't we need don't. help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we don't need help. Well, no, it's, we're just getting fat on garbage. And we portion control. Nobody here's got portion control. Uh, the, I, I'm not, I don't really like sweets much. So like my, what's your favorite candy? I do like Tony's chocolate bars. Yeah. Okay. Like, and but like how I didn't, I didn't know you can get them at mother's. Oh. I did not know you could get them in Southern California at all. And so now that I found them, I'm very happy. I ate them for months, and then I realized that that little, like, star on the front of it isn't, like, bold new flavor or whatever. It's, like, made without slavery. Right. That's their whole mission. Yeah. And that's why the the um, the bar, like, so, if, I don't know, obviously you can't see this, but the people listening, but the bar is not, like, bricks, right? It's just all these funky shapes. It has to do with, like, how, how messed, or how... Um, messed up like the slave trade and stuff is and like all it's it's interesting there's a whole story on their website about oh it. yeah I see the, the graphic yeah it's Tony's Chocoloni yeah, yeah Chocoloni yeah, that's how like little that. I read my, my packaging and I was like this is delicious and then I read it I was like oh and now I'm depressed about everything that's not this fuck yeah crazy about chocolate serious about people yeah then it's really good it's a high quality I like the dark chocolate with the pretzel pieces in it any chocolate that's got stuff in it toffee bits yeah Bacon. I, chocolate-covered bacon is awesome. It is. Yes. But I'd rather have a chocolate bar with some bacon bits in it or bacon cookies. I like bacon when it's hot and not any other time. I like bacon in all of its forms. Raw? I believe you. Shh, no. Not raw. Like its most common form. Well, I mean, I, I, I would prefer to cook it. You don't want pork sashimi? Come no. on now. They do I, chicken sashimi in I know. Japan. I've had it several times. But what's we well, it's, it's also especially bread chicken. 
I don't know what it is. It is. It's it was, a chicken that was bred for that. Yeah, it was it's probably, probably just go to like Albertsons and make it at home. It no. was probably clucking before it was on my plate. Probably, so. but it is literally they breed the chickens specifically in a. It's a um, like an heirloom type of chicken that doesn't get salmonella and crap the way modern chickens do. Did not know that. I'm I've gonna, had I've had basashi, which is horse. Yeah, and that's raw. Yeah, probably not a special horse. That's probably just the one that lost the race. I don't Not know if they just do horse. The one that lost the race, huh? Probably the one that won it too. If he, yeah, well, yeah. you would pay more horse. for the winning horse. Oh, geez. yeah. I want me some winning horse meat. Yeah, there's a uh, you can get wagyu steaks at a one of the butchers local. I do Did like you? that A five stuff. That's A five, and then you just sear it in a pan and would do that with some scallops. Mm-hmm. They have wagyu brisket. You can smoke you a brisket. One of the guys at work was saying that they can get like wagyu beef jerky and i feel like that's just a waste yeah it does that's, seem like a waste once you dry it out he was so into it and i was like this the whole reason you're doing it is because it's juicy and flavorful and you're just gonna you can smoke it in teriyaki I, you could dry age some wagyu yeah, yeah. i mean I, again why if you do that it just makes the beef flavor stronger no i understand what it does but i'm just like just i why would you hold on to wagyu that long just eat the damn stuff it's good i like i only like a little little tiny bits of of wagyu, oh. like I just want like like sashimi size pieces, mm. and then I'll have a cheaper steak that's bigger. When I went to that uh, in Kyoto, I went to Hafu. That's like one of those Japanese steakhouses, kind of. Right. Um, they had oh so good, but they did uh, grilled wagyu, and it was like um, into kind of I guess strips, sort of kissed on the fire, and then I went and to it melts. I went to a Japanese Coco's. And I'm sorry. What a Japanese uh, cocos in Japan? It's it's weird. So they an have, actual cocos. Not a, you're not okay. Like the Italian. What would you call them? The Italian Dennis. Not Italian Dennis. You're you're actually saying it was a cocos. Yeah. Okay. Not, not a Japanese cocos. It. it was a cocos. But the thing is, is like with branding, they'll use brands from other countries, but nothing else yeah. is in common. So like the Japanese Denny's has nothing to do. The Japanese Denny's is apparently nice. It's just if, like a, it's like a family restaurant, but yeah. it has not. There's no moons over Miami, none of that. Which is disappointing if you're going to a dance. Right, right. I hiked all across town to get there because right. I wanted to eat something kind of like reminding you of home. And right. Didn't have it on the menu, but anyways, the Cocos, I ordered. It was a steak platter, and they bring it out on a on a iron puck, so the the the, oh, the wagyu is, yeah. is still cooking and yeah. sizzling on it. So it's kind of like that the fajita platter that everybody oohs and ahs, except it's the Japanese yeah. version and it's brought over. And I just couldn't imagine serving something to a customer on a searing hot iron puck in America because some dumb person would put their hand on it and burn well, themselves. So, isn't that Outback? Outback Steakhouse? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I was going to say, I was going to ask you, what's what's your Italian Denny's Steakhouse? Like, what's your guilty pleasure shitty steak? I don't know. <laughs> Does I, that exist? Yeah. Is it Outback? Is it? For the last couple of years, I've kind of been in this mode where, like, if I'm eating a food, it's I just don't want to eat garbage. True. And so I haven't, like, I haven't eaten fast food in probably, like, three or four years. I haven't had, like, I haven't gone to, like, an Applebee's or, like, any of that stuff. Because, like, especially when I was on tour uh, working with Dianese, like, you go to a new town and you're like, you're like, all right, like, there's no way I can't find, like, a good restaurant right, right, for, like, right. 24 hours. Yeah, you would skip the chains and it's try like to. A, hum- a humble brag happening over yeah. there. Is it? Well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was on tour. No, yeah, I'm, I'm better than you. I don't eat fast food. I don't think it's that. It's just you Not can't. just messing with you. I just don't like. I, I'm not good at diets, but I'm not going to eat garbage. Yeah, if but I, I eat something that's not good for me. I'm going to eat something that's like really good and not good for me. <laughs> I, I have to. I have to have my Del Taco. 
in, in and out, it's kind of like Del eh. Taco. Like once, like I haven't. I think the last time I had it was in Oregon. Yeah. Ooh. So you went to the one. Uh, there's we, only one. Yeah, I used yeah. to go. Well, no, there's two. Where's the other one? There's one out by Sandy. Yeah. And there's another one that's like equidescent from downtown, going towards the coast. Oh, I it's, did not know that. It's like on like 152nd. Like did not know that Hillsboro. Hmm. It's now you have a new destination. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. Yeah, I mean, I try not to eat fast food, but I a cheese quesadilla or chicken quesadilla every. Do you do the spicy? Too good. No. Every time I do, it just doesn't like. They're not cheap anymore. Nothing's cheap no, anymore. No, nothing food. Yeah. Like you go to you go to like a fast food place, you're spending like 10, 15 bucks to get like an actual meal. Right. And for ten or fifteen bucks, I will go to the supermarket and get a steak and a potato. Yes. But I can go to In and Out, get a burger, fries, and a drink for. In and out still relatively six cheap. bucks, yeah. yeah. And for me to actually buy, you know, ground beef or you know, preformed patties, the the <clears throat> vegetables, the bread, and all that stuff, I'm I can't compete. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you can make a better product at home. Well, yeah. for sure, yeah. for sure. I will say, so going to your comment though that they couldn't do that in the U.S. because some dumbass would put his hand on it. When I lived in the Bay, and I don't know if it's still there, there was a restaurant, and I can't remember if it was called On the Rock with a side or, of marrow. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they're looking at a photo of a burger. Burger, yeah, yeah. burger and some bone marrow. That's um, a burger and fries. with pork belly and bone marrow for the fries. Because if I'm eating a burger, do it. Yeah, yeah, go, go for fuck it. Around. And all yeah. of that was three dollars <laughs> for two. <laughs> yeah. For two, yeah. But the uh, so anyway, so there was this restaurant. I can't. It was like Rock or something like that. It was called and spelled stupid, right? Like it's R O C or whatever. Q. Oh, so, so maybe. Yeah, I don't remember. But it was. Uh, they would, they had, first they had like uh, uh, exotic meat. So you could get kangaroo and you could get like all kinds of other interesting stuff. But they brought out a sizzling, super hot rock and you cooked your meal on the, on the rock. Why is it got to be a rock? Because that's what it was. It just seems like a. It was either a rock or you could get, uh, some stuff was served with a, a salt block. Salt block's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it but sort of flavors food. Fucking rock, really? It was like a lava rock or some crap, if I remember right. Then I went, I had kangaroo. It was good. I mean, the weird animals. Rue on as the long rock. As there's not like a limited amount of them. I have a, a theory, yeah, and had... so far not proven incorrect, is that the cuter the animal, the tastier it is. Huh. Oh, shit. I'm worried about those little quokkas now. <laughs> <laughs> Except I've heard penguin is terrible. And I don't have a penguin guy, so I may never find out. I know a guy. Where do you hear that? Like, is that there's actually one? Up? There's one written account of uh, in a journal from some explorer where they were they ate penguin oh. and they described the flavor and it was did not sound good. So it wasn't like it came up in conversation with some dude because I was gonna say that doesn't no, no, seem no. like a topic that would just come up organically. World trainer. He's yeah. like, you know what we do with the, the dying ones, right? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, no, that that's not true. Um, I mean, I, I think you know there was a like a it was the explorers club I think back in the day. Yeah. And they were like, they just went out and would eat as many things as possible. They'd like, they, at one point they found like a mammoth frozen and they like cut that. Just thing sliced up it up. And like started cooking it off. Did they des- describe all that so that we know? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. There's a company that's trying to bring back the woolly mammoth. That's foolish. Well, they've clearly not seen Jurassic Park. Maybe they have and they feel like we're due for it. Maybe. But with all the stuff, that's what you want to spend money on? Whatever. So, you know, maybe they'll bring back the mammoth and you'll get to try them. The mammoth steaks. I'm into it. Mammoth ribs? Can you imagine that? I can. The Flintstones showed it. <laughs> uh, you know the theory too, right? We, I think Matthew and I talked about this, but the Flintstones and the Jetsons take place at the same time. Oh, they're just like at the bottom. Mm-hmm. There was a crossover episode. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I so the, the, all the of it's weird too. 
Yeah, so it's like post-apocalyptic, and you know, and why? Because the Flintstones had technology. I mean, their technology was just different animals, though. Yeah, but they still had a lot of stuff that wouldn't exist in the caveman times. Just because there was like a bird that would put its beak on a record, and that's exactly what I'm thinking of. Record technology. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only one I can think of. Oh, the crane, the brontosaurus crane. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it's been a disposal. while since I've seen those cartoons, so I'm trying to think of all the different animals that were used as machinery. Just, just think of stuff you got now, and then pretend it's an animal. Like, the garbage disposal was just a little elephant that ate the shit you put down the garbage right, disposal. Right, right, and there was, like, a can opener that was, like, a, in some of the big sharp teeth or something. Like a boar or something? Yeah. It's yeah. a living. Anyways, this feels like this is the end of this. Have we started? Have <laughs> we? Oh shit! The record button has been. Oh god, <laughs> it's green. Yeah, that would. Uh, it actually would make sense if I'm honest with you, but no, I checked it earlier. So yeah, that's it. All right, let's go yabba dabba do something else. Go yabba dabba get out of here. All right, I guess. Well, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. I hope you didn't hate it. Well, <laughs> that's, the jury's still. That's out all we can hope for. All right, bye. Later. You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups Podcast, and for this, we apologize.